Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to The Big Thick Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Hey, I'm Dan. And I'm not so Dan. Chris Wolfhart. Oh, fuck the tree. And Dr. Agro. Sounds like he could use a chainsaw here Man. on game. <laughs> 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 just, just, just shut it down. It's all over. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I should have called it Big Trunk Dimension. What was I? I, I thought we were doing Big Think Deciduous. <laughs> oh my god. So, like, is that a Pokemon? <laughs> yes. Isn't that a grass starter? Deciduous? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Think Dimension 194. Gotham Knights. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh. The worst thing Never. to happen to any of us this week. <laughs> Never, be <laughs> Never before has a game that shouldn't have come out this hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is this is um, Old Testament rush. Um, this is truly the most severe the we ship this way too early has been since seventh gen. I it's truly believe that. It's not even just that. It's like this game had way, as far as we know, based mm -hmm. on who made it, this has pushing a decade of development. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, like, they just, it just had too much momentum. So it's mm -hmm. like, this is going to be our Batman service game. It's going to make us a trillion dollars. What do you mean fucking Avengers died? Okay, it's, it's like a single-player co-op thing now. No, we can't stay, change the structure. It's too late. Just keep pushing. Yeah, and then, it's... It, like, nothing about it makes sense on any level. No, no, it really doesn't by the end of it. it, it um, uh, so we're going to get into mild spoiler, spoilers for Gotham Knights. Uh, I assume this is okay because the vast majority of humanity probably has checked I've it out by now if they were... Right, that's that's actually the, the the case. And no one should play it, honestly. <laughs> honestly, it's seventy dollars. Don't. Yeah, like if you want to play it eventually, sure, but it's seventy dollars, man. <laughs> uh, have you ever? Have you ever been like, things aren't going so good. I'm gonna eat an entire sleeve of crackers, not Ritz crackers. Just crackers. It's like I, I, I need the starch. I need my mouth to be real dry. Well, we don't need any, any of that flavor fucking distracting us. <laughs> Th this is below that. Like, that's what I would put like Shadow of War was me needing to eat a sleeve of saltines. Right. Yeah, this is so and, much and, worse and, than those those Mordor games or any of the official Arkham games. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah, not even com comparable. Yeah, it's so far below them. Yeah, it's um. For people who don't know, uh, Gotham Knights is made by the people who made Arkham Origins, the third non-canon, the third in the series, but the non-canonical Arkham yes. game, the last of seventh gen. Since then, they uh ported Arkham Knight, wait, Arkham, Arkham City, City, to the Wii U. And that's all they've done until now, until this game ship. This is WB Montreal. Um, God, how do I? Okay, so it's an action game. There are four characters. Tim Drake, Nightwing. 
Batgirl. Batgirl. And Red Hood. And Red Hood, which is Jason Todd. Yes. And Dick Grayson is yes. Nightwing. And I assume it's Barbara Gordon. Yes, it's Barbara. It Gordon. is, in fact, Barbara Gordon. I'm. I just. You Boo. need to understand. Without play, <laughs> we we have just completely flushed Oracle out of all current Batman shit. And that we? sucks because well, when people told me about Oracle, I'm like, that's interesting. She's technically still Oracle, but, but she's also Batgirl again because she got better from her back injury. Shrew thinking hard enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh, it's real boom. bad. <laughs> now, see what. There was obviously one point of this game that where when it existed, like it, like you know five years ago before they gutted everything, mm-hmm. where I would have been like, okay, they're obviously going to make um Cassandra Kane like part of the season pass, like it'll be like they'll they'll add in C- it's Cassandra Kane, they'll add in Azriel, they'll add in fucking um the question. And like Black Canary or fucking whoever, but it's all gone now. So all those are ruined. Yeah, yeah. I have to wonder if presumably they'd be doing something like that. But at the same time, there's so much of this game that's like you made hundreds of outfits for each of these characters. Yeah, it's, like it's did you nuts. intend to just keep selling outfits for these guys and not have anyone else? They have something like 13 outfits per character, so there are 52 unique outfits Wait. just on that level in this game, and then you still get equipment. And all of these outfits have customizations. They spent a shitload of money building this game out to microtransaction it. Mm-hmm. And then just ripped out all the microtransactions and went, what a good structure for a game. Um, okay. So, once again, mild spoilers for Gotham Knights. Um, so this game, the how long to be in various long plays, put it at about 12 hours. We did some extra side content, so we ended up playing it for 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most egregious things this game does is one of the basic mobility functions, which is your glide, is locked away until you do 10 of a hyper-specific side mission over and over as each of the four characters. So we unlocked it for Batgirl, and then could not use it as uh, Tim Drake. Incorrect. <laughs> Try again. The best part is you get a unique cutscene for each one. And Batgirl it's just so looks. fucking stupid. <laughs> she looks at the shrine of Batman, right? Bruce's shrine. And she goes, capes, capes glide. And the cutscene ends. Yeah, she's been wearing a cape the whole time. Hmm. <laughs> So we were like, I wonder what the fuck Tim Drake's going to do when he sees this. How will his glide, which we already know is like people were comparing it to a destiny blink. How, how is he going to what cutscene does he get? So we we finally do it. It takes us most of the game because we weren't going to chug because periodically the game will just be like, go fuck yourself as a do side missions for an extended period of time. One of the most egregious cases I've ever seen in an open world game, frankly, where it's just like, go eat the same fucking bowl of oatmeal for three hours straight. I've, yeah, we've I've, literally I'm hard pressed to think of other games that do that. Even Saints Row 2 did it, but that was fine because the activities were like, I need property prices down because I'm a predatory real estate agent steal a sewage truck and spray shit all over the neighborhood. <laughs> so people sell. Yeah. But, 
But yeah, um, you were saying? They, they literally will spawn the same group of enemies in the same place, and you need to go beat them up again. Like, that's oh, yeah. how repetitive these missions yeah. are. We must have had the same fight in the same alley with the same thugs at least five to six times. Mm-hmm. This one specific one I have in mind. There's no way Nightwing will figure out we're using this same warehouse again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's dire. Uh, so we unlock that. Tim Drake, he sits there and he goes, why don't you use the Justice League satellite to teleport? I'm like, what the fuck about Batman Shrine made wait, you think I'm, of that? Wait, I'm sorry. I'm I'm what? I'm sorry. Yeah, they're br- they're like, that's not allowed. I'm right. sorry. You can't you can't make a Batman game and then start mentioning the Justice League. And yet like, they did. Ima- and to imagine us, if- because of the way this unlocked, it happened 13 hours in. Imagine like, okay, this is minor spoilers for Arkham City. Um. The villain's plan in that is like, okay, we built the outdoor prison that's Arkham City. Uh, this was a ruse so we could get all the criminals in one place and sh- and shoot missiles at them. And then there will be no more criminals. That's that's pretty good. So that would be like if eight, if like 80% through that game, Batman had like said, I, I better solve this quick or I'll have to ask Superman to help. Right. <laughs> Like these like things have to you, exist in a world where the Justice League does not. But here's I mean, the thing: can, this is, you just can't mention it at all. Just have like a poster somewhere, and that's good enough. Like that is all of that is true. Let's drill down. Uh huh. We can use the Justice League, like the satellites, the, satellite. the watchtower, uh-huh. to teleport. <laughs> to teleport. Short line of sight distances yeah. in the air. Uh huh. I need you to imagine the lamest. He becomes a moat of light and floats for six seconds and then reappears. And since the movement speed is so slow, it is at most 25 feet away. And and, and then Jason Todd walks in and is like, huh, I bet we could use this to fast travel around the city, too. And Robin just runs. (laughs) Tim Drake is the smart Robin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's why he thought to use the Justice League satellite. I hate this game. Um, <laughs> you don't fight a major Batman villain for 11 hours. At least we didn't. Yeah, if you don't do the side missions, you then just maybe do not. Ten, like, maybe 10? Yeah. Maybe. Because I assume that the side missions will have Batman villains you can fight because they're named after them like Clayface. And by and side missions, you mean the side storyline stuff because we could go, we could have gone and done Harley Quinn quests. Yeah. And followed a question mark thing. And there was a Clayface thing. Yeah. And we yeah. did do part of the Clayface thing, but the first, the first thing you do in the Clayface thing is find a criminal in the streets that's Clayface. Beat him up. Oh, good. You got a sample. Do it four more times. Yep. That did that. I think that I'm pretty sure that does eventually lead to you fighting Clayface because in one of the trailers they had like, yeah, here's each of the heroes walking up to fight Clayface and saying their one liner about how they're going to kick his ass. Yeah, that there was that. Uh, I hear Mr. Freeze was in the trailer, he was in the very first trailer, so we didn't get to experience any of that. We just did the main storyline, and the main storyline is literally fighting the same seven enemy types for 12 hours. Well, assuming you did absolutely none of the side content, probably for 10 hours, and then, and this is sort of late game spoilers, 
This is definitely spoilers. I'm going to put up the spoiler image. Oh no, the spoiler image doesn't work because the stream deck, because the OBS, because of everything, and nothing could work right. Oh no. Don't I have spoilers music? I used to have spoilers music. One moment while I play a spoilers song for the audio listeners at absolute bare minimum. Mm, let's see. We're going to do... <laughs> We're not going to do that. How's this? There we go. Sure, why not? So, you don't find any major Batman villains for 10 hours straight if you're just doing the mainline story, and then you fight five man bats in a row. Man bat? Okay, first of all, Dan. Uh huh. Man bat is not a fucking major Batman villain. He's like a C stringer. That's like if you were like, oh, it was 10 hours, you get to fight Killer Moth. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey. Killer Moth is bigger, I feel. After seven after fighting the same seven enemy types for 10 hours, I'm like, man, Bat, that's a recognizable character in the least. Yeah, I've heard oh, of this. Oh, shit, Condiment King. Fuck yeah, Condiment yeah, the, King. Yeah, obviously, that, that guy would rank way higher. The craziest thing, man, Bat does not look good. So when we fought him once, I was like, man, it's too bad that fight didn't get finished. That dude looks fucking seventh gen rush. Man, Bat isn't even a single man. Right. He just... A plethora of dudes they have turned into Man Bat, which makes it even lamer. Yes. Like, it's not. He, it mass takes a, produced Man Bat? That's so lame. <laughs> yes. The League of Shadows mass produces Man Bats for some reason. And. And then sure. you. And then you have a couple of fights against actual Batman characters. And then the game ends. I was able to beat the final I'm, two bosses by hitting the, the attack button over and over yeah. again, and they crumpled into a wall and cried. I, yeah. I'm really excited for when you guys inevitably do Arkham Month. When you're like, when you find out Gotham Knights doesn't have a single original thing in it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no. Not, oh, not yeah. just Absolutely. in gameplay, but even in terms of story, the things that happen are all stolen from Arkham games. Yeah, that's why I, I have played those before. That's why when playing this, I was like, why did you literally take all of the things they did already and did them horribly? Like, there's a hallucination scene that's just terrible. They use some of the same villains in the exact same ways, but exact make them bad. Exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's pathetic. It is now, truly bad. What's the point of using Harley Quinn if it's not like uh, Arkham City where she does a bunch of cartwheels up to Batman and he just punches her in the face? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, so that game is massive. And as Bob said, he defeated the last two to three major boss battles, the ending gauntlet of the game, by just doing heavy attack over and over and by heavy attack i don't mean a combo for a heavy attack i mean he presses and holds the heavy button it does the gotham knights equivalent of a smash attack in smash brothers so imagine you just kept mashing side a for like 10 minutes and you beat the game he literally locked them into an infinite and that's the gameplay that's on offer in gotham knights uh uh, I should have started this the way I meant to. By the way, I'm going to stop playing the spoilers music. Okay. I, I meant to start this discussion with uh, the same intro that Alex Batalia had when talking about on DF Weekly. I feel so bad for the people who worked on this game. <laughs> I literally yeah, cannot the, imagine like, a situation where any of them are emotionally 
financially and physically fine. They now have to receive a litany of feedback from the world going, you made a piece of shit. And they're like, we know. Of course we know. And now I can't say it. Right. I like how the main mode of transport is a motorcycle that goes like 30 miles per hour. It is truly dire. It literally looks like it's slower than how fast I bike. Like it's <laughs> Now, what that reminded me of mm-hmm. was in Mass Effect 1, the original version of Mass Effect 1, uh-huh. you had a sprint button. It didn't make you move faster, but it put like speed line effects at the edges of the screen. So you felt like you were moving faster. That was all I could think of any time I saw you on the bike. We also we had a glitch where the speed line effects for doing like a grapple hook would just stay on screen. So we were like, yeah, we're going really fast now. Yeah, I started walking towards the camera as Tim in slow motion and just speed lines. A speed line effect is the worst I've also seen since really early 7th gen. Yeah, no. Because it's just a vignette, but outside the vignette is like whoosh lines that are very opaque and super obvious. And I'm like, it hasn't been this bad in a while, guys. Uh, Combined with that, the game runs at a capped 30, but drops frames pretty frequently. It's not as bad as 7th gen. We played the PS5 version, so it's nowhere near as bad. As Xbox. Yeah, it still can hardly do it driving at 30 miles per hour, though. It still is like 24 frames per second. Yeah, and there's there's pop-in. Yes, Like, really egregious pop-in on a fucking PS5, Mm -hmm. which is unreal. Uh, I've seen people bring up this game countless times as an example of... We're heading back to 30 frames per second. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't get to look at the dumpster fire and be like, what does this mean about society? (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. It means someone started a fire. Stop trying to derive meaning from this accident. Like, I, I said this a few times. My expectations for this game were low because everything they showed from the beginning, every concept they espoused from the beginning is just the most bankrupt shit the lamest looking combat the 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 most uninteresting angles on everything so i was expecting a game that from journalists would get a six Mm -hmm. but from me maybe a four and then they shipped that shit nine months early i have not seen a dumpster fire this bad in a very long time like it it's like uh it's like you said dan like Game journalists are not known for being strenuous critics, if for no other reason than most of them are freelance now and they don't want to rock the boat. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, that's definitely where it is. Uh, yeah. Imagine, I, I feel bad for the devs of this who had to look and be like, oh, that's their limit, us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, if everyone listening to this, uh, the thousands of people who listen to Big Think every week could just never bring up Gotham Knights in the discussion of are we heading back to 30 frames per second? Because it shipped at the same time as a game called Plague Tale. Mm-hmm. It's the second in the Plague Tale yeah, series. Have, have, you, have you seen Requiem? Have you seen how that game looks? It is God tier. It makes Horizon Forbidden West look kind of bad. Uh, I've only seen like low res in the background. I had no idea how this game looked until oh, yeah, it looks cool. 
It looks fucking on like it's so gorgeous, and then it has like three hundred thousand rats on screen at once. Like that is where thirty frames per second is necessary begins. Basically, <laughs> when you look yeah, like a like, horizon or that. People always like you. Always get those people who are like thirty frames a second is fine. Um, and it's like I'm willing to take that if there's something incredible that I'm getting as a trade-off like that or a uh, breath of the wild existing on switch at all. Right. Understandable. Yeah. 100%. Like when there's scope to justify it, not performing is great, but like mm -hmm. this is, this is the same game that has been made eight times a year since 2009. And in every way, this looks worse than the one that came out seven years ago. Yeah. And when yeah. people say like 30 frames a second is, is fine. Like no 30 frames a second is the, the floor. Right. It is the point under which even people who are brain dead can start noticing and having problems and right. actual gameplay. Like, no, like that's that's the bare minimum you need to achieve. Right. We you, can we we can do better. Like nobody looked at a film projector and goes, it should probably display all the frames in time. Like, no, you need the illusion of movement. You have to play it at the correct speed, asshole. Uh yeah, yeah, it's, um, and when you sit here and it's like, I don't care about graphics, so I don't care if it runs at 30, and it's like, it's actually not about that. In the 7th gen, things were really bad, and frame rate literally would affect hit detection and all sorts of other things. Now, it still affects input lag, it still affects input in general, like, more sample points across time allows you to better communicate to the game what you're trying to do and in these games that try to have nice animations which is the way this game controls but not how it looks uh-huh there that is an important Oof. thing um so yeah no um i'm willing to hear the argument for a game being 30 frames per second if it does a ton of physics crazy stuff and has a scope that's absolutely unreal or like does something neat but this ain't it <laughs> so please do not ever bring up Gotham Knights as your poster boy, as your poster child for fucking why like we're going back to this. Like see 30 frames a second is fine. Okay, one that's not even what there's nothing about that game that is fine. What in that pile are you pointing at that you think is also okay? <laughs> All I have to do is not remember a single Arkham game. <laughs> Cuz even the first no. one looks better. Yeah, you have to not remember Assassin's Creed One, <laughs> right? That's how bad this is. Yeah, like, I just keep thinking of Infamous One. Like, yeah, me this, too. This is like this is like the cope that the Mighty Number no. Nine Defenders came up with, where it's like if you view it in a vacuum where no other platform games have ever existed ever, it's <laughs> mm -hmm. good. Yes. Mm hmm. You have to do so much legwork for that. <laughs> but I, uh, I, it, go ahead. I saw your fucking gear have uh -huh. toxic yeah. resistance on it <sighs> so uh there's this little game called world of warcraft uh-huh and in go, vanilla world of warcraft you had elemental resistances you had uh fire frost shadow holy arcane and nature i think were the six mm -hmm. um and if you were doing top level content in those games you you needed fire resistance a lot of it for the first two raids because they were inside a volcano okay um and and all, all resistance did would it was increase your chance of resisting a fire attack like you would take no damage you would say resist and you take no damage uh after vanilla wow 
even Blizzard was like, this stacking resistances is not fun. People don't like having to keep this gear that does not increase their player power and their character power because it's busy with this fucking niche defense that we thought was a good idea. Uh, they gave that shit up entirely like no like they mostly dropped it after vanilla and dropped it entirely in wrath of the lich king the second expansion so 15 years ago cool. your gear system should not be worse than world of warcraft's gear system from 15 <laughs> years ago i can't believe i have to i have to say this but like if you're if you must include fucking mmo loot in your thing just look at world of warcraft yeah that makes it's sense it's fine their their gear is Whenever they don't do something quirky for an expansion, mm -hmm. like they've done a couple times, it's good. It's it's always my metric because it's like, oh, I have more strength now. I do more damage. Pretty basic. I concept. know what these words mean. I, mm -hmm. I need every single one of these games to stop looking at Destiny, being like light levels. This is smart. Oh, light levels are the stupidest metric ever made. Right. It's like this is an abstract power number yeah. that mm -hmm. doesn't relate to anything directly. Like, oh, this this armor is actually less defense, but it has a higher power level. It's like, yeah, that's when why? That's when I my brain starts to liquefy and pour out of my I, ears. Does when your it's, light level actually do anything? Yes. Yeah, in, it affects your damage. In fact, I believe by the end of Destiny one at least, that is the only thing you need to care about. Yeah, it affects even, your damage and, even, and even God is of War did that. Yeah. Yeah, even contents. Yeah, no, I just, I fucking like like here are the stats, but you don't worry about that, sweetie. <laughs> Those numbers aren't for you. Oh, you you want to get gear that does a specific thing for your playstyle? No, fuck all that. We that, have this other simpler, arbitrary number over here. And just to be clear, this is not a comparison. There is something that is basically a light level in Gotham Knights. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's what they do. Like, like, like I said, even God of War 2018 has that with your general level. Mm -hmm. Just stop showing although me that, stats. Although then. that one still, that one still makes <laughs> more sense. Seven, <laughs> seven what? No, no, just seven. seven. Yeah, cool. I, I'm really I, glad I'm I here think, in seven boots. <laughs> I think in God of War, how much it increased your level was just based on how many stats were on it, and it didn't care what they were. So even that makes more sense mm -hmm. than light level. Yes, uh, God of War is the most tolerable one of those situations has ever been. Um, it's like it's like they misunderstood what the like loot and MMOs have something <laughs> called an item level, which is just like if it has an item level of this, it has this much stats. It's not a completely unrelated number. It means something. Following up on what Chris said. Uh, there's an elemental damage system in this game, too. And for us, and it's not like I wasn't trying. It was not for a lack of trying. We could not get that system to truly come online until about, assuming a normal playthrough, 10 hours. For us, 13, uh, thereabout. Yeah. Wherein you do elemental damage. And it's not, okay, you hit them with your ice rod, it does ice damage. No, you hit them with your ice rod, it did the normal amount of damage, and it started to fill an ice circle. Yeah, and yeah, once yeah. the ice circle is filled, then it will do anything at fucking all. Yeah, it's like, play Diablo. Just play so Diablo. Like it's right. so easy right. to play that game. Right. It's that, so easy. It's 22 years old. Please go look <laughs> into it. 
Christ. they just stole how it works from Horizon. Like, that's how status effects yes. work in Horizon. No, it's true. And that also mildly <laughs> frustrated me there, but I think it was a larger problem here because the combat has nothing going on. The very act of aiming a bow and arrow in Horizon and landing a shot yeah, cause, cause, cause activates it's a, more neurons than any part of Gotham Knights combat. Because it's either a dot or an actual status effect that affects the fight, not just damage of type. Right. Well, see, you fill that circle. And it will freeze the enemy. Mm. So once we got the system to come online, the game was broken and we walked through the rest of it. Always because fun. within three golf club swing, fucking Abbey style heavy attacks, the enemy would freeze completely. And then we'd hit them once, but it wasn't ready yet every time. And then you'd hit them again and then it was ready and it would do shatter damage to do a massive amount of damage. So every enemy of every scale including, as we referenced, the final bosses just fell away the moment we got that system to come online at all. There's nothing redeeming about this game. There's nothing fun about fighting the same seven enemy types for 13 hours with miserable content. We can't forget them to tell them about a certain scene they took. <sighs> Okay, this is really spoiler zone. So we're turning it up. If you haven't seen the Batman. <laughs> oh God, what Chris, the fuck did they do? Chris tuned out of the stream in time for this moment. This is spoilers for both the Gotham Knights and the Batman. That's the Batman film from this year. <laughs> So the, the game is largely about like trying to shove the Court of Owls out into daylight to expose them, to arrest the heads of them because they're a rich, super secret society. And successfully, Tim Drake and allegedly his friends who never helped because we were in single player do this. And there's a scene where you're walking him out of a building and there's police and civilians everywhere as a spotlight is on the stairs. <laughs> and then Talia fucking snipes his ass. And I was like, you cannot have stolen a scene from a Batman film that came out seven months ago. And it plays out exactly as it did there. It is amazing. Here, plays. I was hoping. Here, I was hoping they would have just stolen. The, they would have just had uh, the leader of the court of owls do the Riddler thing. <laughs> See, that would have been great. That would have been exceptional. I'm about to do the Riddler thing. <laughs> this is not how it was supposed to go. Uh, another thing about this fucking game is like you know, like Insomniac Spider-Man uh -huh. doesn't go super into a lot of Spider-Man stuff. Like it leaves a lot of it unsaid. It's like you fucking know what this is. This is Spider-Man. It's the most prominent IP in the world. Mm -hmm. There has been enough Spider-Man cartoons and movies and everything that you know what it is. Gotham Knights tries to do that with fucking cryptic comic shit that nobody knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, like, like, they, I, like they try to do that with how Lazarus pits work, and I'm like, motherfuckers don't know how those work. You have to explain them. Yeah, because the, there's a dialogue, and this isn't even that far into the game, so I'm no. not really going to consider the spoilers, but there's this dialogue where Tim Drake you know, he's talking to Jason Todd and he's just like, we could get the Lazarus pit and bring back Bruce and everything would be good. And Jason Todd's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how the conversation 
conversation goes, and as someone who doesn't know what Jason Todd went through in detail, other than, yeah, he came back, he was fucking crazy. And I only know that because of Chris and you, like, talking about it. Um, I just sat there and I went, Jason seems like a fucking dick. <laughs> Yeah, he seems fine. Crypto billionaire over here is like, but crypto's <laughs> bad, okay? Don't buy crypto. Yeah, he, he got fucked up on heroin, lost an arm, started calling himself Arsenal. <laughs> Wasn't that, that was, no, that, <laughs> that's Speedy? His name was Speedy, right? Yeah, that's the that Green Arrow sidekick mm -hmm. who did heroin. His name is fucking Speedy. <laughs> ah. But yeah, that was, um, it was the dialogue scene that just did that and then ended and there was no more detail and I'm like, this, all right. Th th this has nothing to do with the game, but I want to say one of the smarter things DC Comics has done in the midst of failing constantly for 20 years mm -hmm. is uh, was put Jason Todd and Speedy on a team together. Like, we're the fail sons. <laughs> and we it, it read, I think the comic was called Red Hood and the Outlaws. <laughs> Where it was like just them fucking around, and I think Starfire was there for some reason. It was it was great in concept. I think the comic itself was bad. <laughs> God, I while we were playing this, I just got to think of like, why didn't they make a Teen Titan game? Then every character would feel different instead of all knockoff Batmans. Why didn't they just make a normal game where the character you played as was determined by what was happening in the story? Yeah, because then you couldn't have RPG loot. <laughs> That's the only reason I assume it's a single player game. You don't need that. You ripped you. You turned it into a single player game, allegedly, because there's still like four player raids coming soon. Yeah, they said yeah, that. I was like, sure, there are. Why? Why? Um, I can't even Maybe imagine what that would mean in this context. Uh, that means it would be four people doing a heavy attack charged. <laughs> you uh, remember uh, um, The Last of Us one multiplayer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Maybe, maybe this will lead to the good future where WB's like, we need a PR win. Do a next-gen version of Arkham Knight. They should. They should get some absolutely brilliant studio to do that conversion so it runs at 60. Because I had that game on PC, and I will inform you. Iron Galaxy ain't it, bro. <laughs> no, they got this. It's it's funny because Uncharted might be because the Uncharted like what was it? What is the name of the PS4 collection where they collected the PS4 games and put them on the PS5? It's not the Nathan Drake collection. Is that Legacy of Thieves. Legacy of Thieves. Yeah. So Iron Galaxy brought that over to PC last week, and it basically became they wasted a week of Alex Battaglia's life as he tested this completely broken version that on launch day magically became okay. But it still doesn't have anywhere near the amount of features you would expect for a PC. The amount of tuning. We're not even talking like the fidelity ceiling isn't high enough. Though that is also a thing where draw distance is worse than the PS5 period. And there's no way to mm. fix that. Uh, we're talking everything has like oversimplistic terms and brute like how hard do you want the graphics? Not like, you know, different things. Um so that, that video was just kind of sad to watch because it's as Alex is just like, these Sony ports have been really good, but then fucking Iron Galaxy wasted a week of my goddamn life. And you hear in the video, the shift. Like as he has to patch in him saying, but they fixed that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, um, 
Oh, yeah, that's a good point, Shooping. Uh, normally don't reply to chat, but this really is something. The first thing Gotham Knights made us do was it popped up with a EULA, and it says, agree, details, something else, and then do not sell my data. And if you click do not sell my data, they condescendingly explain to you that your data is going to be fine. And that you don't need to worry about them selling your data. They're not going to sell your data. Why would you think they were going to sell your data? <laughs> this is the opening screen of the game. I didn't get to see a title screen or anything else. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. Anyway, I'm done talking about Gotham Knights, Bob. Yeah, I think we got we covered pretty much everything. Uh, so that was that was a great stream, though. Yeah, it was an enjoyable time. It's not often we get to head. We were spelunking. It was <laughs> impressive to see how someone could have made a Batman Arkham game <laughs> once completely <laughs> like carbon copy fine. Uh huh. Yeah, that one's fine. I hear and forget literally everything. Mm hmm. All of it. It was impressive. <laughs> yep. It's like, you know, that the cells in Arkham works because the, the levels are designed around that. Oh, you don't? Okay. All right. Weird choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, based on how last week went, where I went, this thing's really terrible, Aggro. And then Aggro's like, well, I should eat it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you should enjoy Scorn whenever you get to that. I guess I'm lending you Gotham Knights. You can fucking try. <laughs> But but aggro five man bats. There are five of them. That is that is a lot of man bats. Yeah, that shit. We'll see, we'll see what's what up. you gotta do is what you gotta do is stream it again in a year. <laughs> no. <laughs> How's the dumpster fire now? Ashes. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Get off <laughs> Give it to me. I'll do one of my shitty straight from the console streams on Halloween. <laughs> like next Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, next year. Um, <laughs> yeah. As it turns out, most games are not this. It really did feel like we went into a cave <laughs> and just started searching for something, for meaning, yep. <laughs> for a reason. And there is none. It's just from the top-down decisions and from the ground-up lack of structure because they were tasked to make a thing no one wanted to make that was not a good idea to begin with yeah it's it's a beautiful part of the the complexity and the depth of the medium of video games like if if this process happened to a movie yeah you get a bad movie like oh we couldn't save it in editing whoops now the movie's bad right video games can be terrible in such deeply complex ways yes <laughs> no it's yeah. true like like you basically have to make something like in order to have the level of deep engagement in the dissection of a movie and how terrible it is that you can have with many video games. The movie's editing would have to be done by some guy. The sound design would have to be done by <laughs> some dude, you know, <laughs> like there is a very formalized institutional way movies are made that is sane. And games are a radical frontier of creating universes. And as such, when the laws of these universes aren't rock solid, they collapse in horrifying ways a lot of the time. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I am, uh, 
almost sad that we played it on PS5 instead of on Xbox Series X. But, you know, if we did that, then I wouldn't be able to lend a diagram. Hey, Bob. Hey. We also played Pokemon 8th Gen. We did. Uh, having gone through Pokemon 7th Gen and 6th Gen, I'm going to be positive about 8th Gen and say, I appreciate it not railroading us with countless cutscenes as much as 7th Gen. <laughs> or 6th Gen. 6th Gen had a lot of dialogue. Um, that was just pages and pages and pages and pages. To, to put it another way, it, it, the, mm, I appreciate that about 8th Gen. There's something funny and enjoyable about them just being like, this door has no hinges. Are you just going to yank it off? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I am just going to grind this one Pokemon that I'm super effective against that's 10 levels above me and hyper level this shit. Why wouldn't I? Um... I also made people pretty salty with my insanely good, uh, I almost said luck, but it's skill. When I take a Pokemon on, that's 20 levels above me, and he coincidentally does not attack me. Yeah, he keeps doing, like, buffing moves to himself until oh he's dead. <laughs> so, like so I did three super effective hits and just barely killed him. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I got so much experience and fucking ruled. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> that's that good shit. <laughs> yes. No, that felt great. Um... Aside from that, we saw Milo, so everything was good. Hey, Bob, hey. You, you, you want to talk about Pokemon 8th Gen? It has some good music, like the yeah. the first forest you wander into has got a really cool theme. Mm -hmm. It's got it, a theremin. Yeah, it's not until, like, the reasons I hate that, that gen are, like, mm -hmm. the back half yeah. being bad. Yeah, no, it so starts right, decomposing right as we go. Right now we're in the part where it's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, w w once, you, once you realize that it doesn't have a story... Or dungeons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, it gives you an escape rope, and I think there's one one screen cave you can use it in. There are two caves, and <laughs> we just God. went through the long one, but we haven't gone through the second one, which is insanely short. The long one, which was two screens wide. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was great. <laughs> but once you go out, out of the first screen, you can't see where you came in anymore. You might get lost. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really weird and far cry from what Pokemon games used to look like. Mm -hmm. I would really like to see that in this fidelity. That would be nice. I really doubt Peltia is giving us that. I really doubt uh, Ninth Gen's going to do that. Yeah, it does seem like its own different direction, which mm -hmm. is exciting. But oh yeah, no, that's that's. I'm very excited for Ninth Gen, but I really doubt they're going to give us labyrinthine caves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do, I really don't expect that. I'm looking forward to that black white remake. Uh, no, we played the fourth, fourth gen, gen remake. I'm not no. looking forward to um, any remakes yeah, ever but, again. But that was the one attached to eighth gen. So I've got hope <laughs> rising I, I, toward the future. I can't. Probably shouldn't do I this. On, oh no, you can't see me do this. <laughs> no, <Nope>, it's good. <laughs> Where <laughs> I was describing like a 45 degree going up into the future. That's a great thing to describe with a fully extended arm. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I. I I don't know if they'll do that again, because one, I think, didn't the developers get recruited into some other fucking thing that's going to be eating up their time? Yes, I can't remember. That, that and I can't imagine that we'll have, it'll be like, we were trying to make it, which is obviously what happened here, where it's like, we were trying, and then it became another game, so we needed someone to make the game we were trying to make, and it accidentally didn't make. Oops, we made Devil May Cry. 
I, yeah, I don't know. Where that one did sell well, it might be seen as, oh, we don't need to spend money on these remakes anymore. Uh, anyone with a functioning brain should know that the way these things always work is now the next one's screwed. Yeah, that of course. And, and I, now this is going to get a little radical, but this will make it the second time fifth gen got screwed by people who hated fourth gen. <laughs> I'm I so do pissed. think that um, I do think that like Ores did worse than both games before and after it, like X and Y and Sun and Moon, because of that exact effect. Like not 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 cripplingly so, because it's it's Pokemon. It's gonna right sell a lot, and but it, but there was like no, there's a difference that Nintendo noticed when it's like, oops, where's all the money we were supposed to make? Right. We're supposed to break a bill. This bag is like only 80% full. (laughs) Yeah. Which uh, I I think, and you know, I I don't remember if I said this on Big Think last week or um, one of the Pokemon Day streams. I think I came out of the the Pokemon Day streams up until now and finally beating 7th Gen being like, Aura is pretty good. I I feel like if the direct follow-up to 5th Gen was that, it would not have been as bad. But instead, we have X and Y. <laughs> yeah, it's and, really unfortunate. And then their course correction from X and Y is insanely railroady, cutscene heavy, very seventh gen experience Pokemon, where it's like explore down this road, this road. Don't go anywhere else. We're blocking it off. Fuck you. Go down that road. Uh, it's 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 a shame, and it's the sort of thing that makes me go. I kind of appreciate how open in comparison eighth gen feels, even if it's just. These are really big open areas, and then you go on a couple routes, and then you go to big cities and things. It kind of feels better than the island is basically every city's one street, maybe a couple streets, and they're very railroaded in between. I'm very excited for ninth gen. I'm so freaking excited. Bob, I, I need to not ramble uh, quite yet uh-huh. about certain things that arrived. Uh-huh. What else did you play? We also played the Silent Hill 2 HD Collection on Friday. How sad is it that I thought, in retrospect, Gotham Knights was a Friday stream? Yeah, that's how it goes <laughs> when, when this was pretty unmomentous. Everybody talks about how broken that thing is, and it is bad. It is terrible, and you should not play that version. It is not broken enough, though. Yeah, no, it's nowhere near broken enough to be funny. I'm not entertained. <laughs> Uh, it was nice getting to go through that game again, though. Silent Hill 2 is a great game. I'm looking forward to that remake. <laughs> there will be neurons that fire there. That's true. I, For better or worse. <laughs> every time I go through that game again, I'm just uh-huh. like, the story here is great. I think there's lots of cool designs for characters and, and enemies. I don't think there's anything that makes it good as a video game. Like, mechanically. Like, mechanically. Like, it's not... And they're fun to explore these environments as the environments are set up in a way where it's like, check every door in this hallway of doors. Well, we'll check this out. John Lindman made a very good point on DF Weekly, okay? Uh-huh. Imagine Silent Hill 2, because we've now played through it twice, but there aren't loading cuts to make you apprehensive about going through any doors. So it's going to become even more mush, as it's just like, I'm not scared of the next room <laughs> there's and a I, certain rapidity of the stock video game door opening noise that lends yeah. itself to comedy <laughs> that's true uh but yeah one of the things with that game 
is you'll be in a hallway. There are 24 fucking do doors and you must check them all. This is one of the only video games I've ever played where it's like, no, we just made an apartment complex. Check every fucking door in the apartment complex. And that's so much of the game. But in this game, you're going down this hallway and you check the door and it cuts to black. And it makes a door loading sound. And then you cut to the other side and just like a Resident Evil 2, it does it a few times too. The camera's like on you in the doorway and you can't see the rest of the room. So it's kind of like, what the fuck's going to be in here? Is it going to be cockroaches, some fucking scary monster, a person? You don't know. And as you move into the room, it reveals that. And it's like, how are they going to... Like, you're not going to have the cutting to black and then immediately flashbanging you with the next thing, probably. They could do something like Resident Evil 4 does, where he does the slow door open. You get to see a little bit and Could. Yeah, they, they could do something like that. But it's just like, there's a world of difference when you're playing a game from the PS1 or early PS2 era. And it's you're checking a bunch of doors and going through them. And what if somebody made in a really in an Unreal Engine five an entire car apartment complex you have to check every door in? And that's just a really weird I, I also feeling. Sit, sit there and the bosses are hardly designed. Like they're just there and they're not scary to fight. You just walk from one side of the room to the other shooting. The bosses are incredibly like, well designed visually. <laughs> totally uh, so i have to like how do you update that right what do, do you, you do to that to what do you do it? to the combat right right that's so bizarre to I, don't, me. I don't have an answer for you <laughs> the 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 best thing is there's no winning move there right if you make it too resident evil too actiony people will get mad mm -hmm. if it's exactly the same people will get mad that they didn't fix the one thing wrong with it meanwhile i'm like i don't know silent hill 2 is a game where you take a stick and you hit an ugly thing a few times and then you check the 23 other doors like <laughs> they should that's kind of what just the game turn them into they should just turn them into leon from re4 mm -hmm. He's roundhouse kicking these monsters <laughs> oh god the thought of james Pete, since, since both quipping. remakes were since both remakes were shown pretty close there's been a lot of of like leon flossing on silent hill art people have been making oh, yes. of course that makes sense <laughs> him hitting the suplex on pyramid head <laughs> <laughs> which, which, by the way, that that red pyramid thing shit is insane. Yeah, it is. It it has the energy of like somebody at Konami got pissed that everybody went with the with the localization correctly changed its name to, mm -hmm. and then we're like, no, now it's it's red, it's red, it's red triangle thing is what they said is what uh, it's supposed to be now. Re red pyramid thing, uh, because in Japan it is red triangle thing. But, but it's, it's the form of triangle that's like it's a pyramid. Right. Um, so, yeah, because one of the things is like initially it's described as a red pyramid thing in a dialogue between James Sunderland and one of the other people in Silent Hill. But then eventually it is referred to in both him talking and the text of items as pyramid head. And for some reason, Konami's like, nah, the first thing you said, that was it. That's, no, that's never mind the fact that you've made so many things where Pyramid Head was there and a loot called Pyramid Head and referred to as Pyramid Head in text, including many things in Silent Hill 2 where it is referred to as Pyramid Head in text. Yeah. Yeah. It's real dumb. Really dumb. Yep. Uh, Bob, do you play anything else? Um, we played a little bit of Overwatch 2 and played the, the Halloween event. 
Oh, well, this seems like a good transitionary moment. God. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I got, I got the 49 <laughs> I have the future. And the future is 600 frames per second more of a gameplay. <laughs> I was just so viscerally disgusted. Wow. When I'm like, oh, I wonder what he's going to use it for first. 600 <laughs> frames a second Moira gameplay. And mm -hmm. Tan, you can belong in hell 10 times faster. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that great? You can ask Bob. There have been so many times where someone has secluded themselves. Different characters in many different matches has secluded themselves indoor with me. And I, I'm just sitting over here. And I'm like, the fuck is this guy doing? Does he not know Moira's busted for 1v1? As keep in mind, indoors is an important part of this. I just throw a heal orb at the wall and don't die. So as Reaper with his shotguns is unloading, I'm like, I'm sorry, motherfucker. You should have checked the room. And I just kill him. Do not fight Moira indoors. <laughs> It just—it is amazing how many people go. I can take on Pyramid Head in that small cubicle. This is victim blaming, and it's no. disgusting. No. <laughs> this is called reading the fucking room. <laughs> it's just like if it was—if all she could throw was a death orb, it would be completely different. Because then it would be a DPS race, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not a DPS race. It is me just refusing to die because <laughs> I'm indoors. Anyways, we played the—we played the Halloween event. It is a follow-up to the co-op junkenstein event from original overwatch it is really funny because you get to see what the co-op gameplay may have been in overwatch 2 that did not make it for launch mm -hmm. this shit's icon vault yeah. it's just icon vault but they made it spooky yeah it's just a map that's already in the game you still play mm -hmm. which is crazy yeah and they do more to spruce it up than they ever did in overwatch 1 for sure yeah um but it's you, you play it once and then you go eh. yeah i feel like they they jammed it with so many like boss characters which are just characters in different skins from uh, that are already in the game like you yeah fight like against gargoyle winston yeah gargoyle winston and it's like they have so much health that it just stops being fun at some point yeah this is an absurd amount of health from somebody who enjoyed resistance to online co-op so that says a lot, because when you're fighting two or three dudes and they each have, like, seven times health, and you're just like, die already. This isn't fun. Please just fucking die. Yeah, if that's their idea for what co-op is, it's like, no, guys. Yeah. This isn't right. You should... You, I'm glad you didn't launch this. If that's your idea, like, that's right. not okay. Yeah, additionally, they were originally going to do, like, extra abilities and things mm -hmm. in Overwatch 2, where it was like, you get to customize which of your abilities you come in with. You would have different moves. Maybe in this one, McCree's TNT is a TNT instead of an instant bomb flash, and it sticks to them. And then all of those alternates they made that you could choose from just became replacements to, for some of the characters, like the spear throw. Mm -hmm. And the time, yeah. Anyway, eh, I have nothing else to say about that. They also have that Kirikos witch skin that's like $26 because they're insane. <laughs> The game's free now, though. Yeah, the game's you so just, free. Yeah, you just spent $26 on this one witch. There's no other way really to earn that, right? That we, nope. lost, that we lost that cultural war, and now it's okay for cosmetics to be $30. Yeah, well, hey, it's... you know, everybody kept saying, like, we don't care how much you charge, just don't do loot boxes, and uh, this is how that looks. Uh-huh. 
Because they're like, we're still going to get that whale money, motherfuckers. It's 30 fucking dollars for a skin. I, I always I think mean, about, <sighs> like, Star, Street Fighter 4. Uh-huh. And you get a pack of skins for, like, six bucks. Like, it'd be three different skins for different characters. And, like, yeah. I mean, it, you, you can look at it like any Arxis game and it's like the new character's $8 or 12 at most. And it's like, what if it was twice as much in his skin? Right? It, it's, it's hard. Like, this is still better, I guess. Mm -hmm. As long as it's purely cosmetic, I don't care. Yeah. No, I get it. I, uh, I did make the joke before we even knew what the Halloween event was. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, everyone's a sexy witch. <laughs> so the fact they were like, what if Kiriko was a sexy witch? I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like when you show up at the McDonald's and the fucking Frosty machine or Flurry machine is broken. You're like, of course. Of course your shake machine's broken. It's always fucking ice cream machine's always broken. That's how it felt when they when front page boom Kiriko sexy witch. Okay. I also played Bayonetta too, getting ready for Bayonetta three coming out. I had to go back, like dip my hand back in the the ooze. <laughs> I'm just gonna say one con comment, and then you can say everything you want to say about it. Sure. I kept looking across the room, seeing a character from the game, remembering the plot of that game, and getting mad. <laughs> Anyways, hey, Bob, how was Bayo 2? One... <laughs> Bayonetta 3's story only needs to do two things to make me not as angry as 2. Okay. All the events in it need to be able to happen within the game. <laughs> yes, you need to be able to finish the game and some of the events literally be impossible. <sighs> and... There cannot be a scene like Enzo talking to the store clerk and none of it makes sense in any world. <laughs> oh, really? Is that how that cutscene is? Where that, it's that just like mishmash? Is so like the the voice actor actor is performing, and the guy he's acting against is not moving at all and just doing a default animation. Is oh, the yeah. other dude monologues at him as if he were responding? He's he's like, oh hey, what's up, uh, t prosciutto italiano? Blah. And then he's talking to the fucking Sonic Six. Hey, yeah. That's yeah. how bad it is. Wow. Because he's like, oh, forget about it. <laughs> Literally. Yep. Yeah, that game, both Bayonetta games do better without Enzo. <laughs> he's awful. I don't know. I hated him on the first time through one, but then later I was like, I kind of I kind of like this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like Enzo. He's like, he... <laughs> he sucks so much. It's like, it's like, the, it's like the, the two genders, Enzo and Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> Like the two, the two extreme opposite ends of the spectrum. Like they're almost like Wario and Waluigi when you think about it. One's really long and one isn't long. And we need no one like Loki ever again. The sassy child who wanders around with you yelling at you the entire game is awful. Yeah, what yeah, a, what a fucking unbelievably terrible decision to have that character exist. Yes, I'm very excited for Bayonetta 3. I do not expect any of the things that Bayonetta 2 did in 3. Yeah, I really like we haven't seen all, much of any of the things that really upset me. Like how many battles are flying battles that feel terrible. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen a single one of those in the new, new trailers. That's true. Those are awful. And it seems like half the boss fights are that. Yes, they are. It's like, oh, yeah, now you've taken out my ability to move right. Mm -hmm. This is fun in your head. 
Yeah, I guess it lets you make more spectacle, but it's awful. And yeah, that's that's one of my, the larger things about Bayo two that I dislike. Like I felt like Bayonetta one was like so close. Like it, it just it wasn't that it was different from Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. It was that it had a bunch of weird mistakes that Devil May Cry never made, like the QTE stuff and instant fail stuff all, all sorts of weird things like that and i when i played one i was like it's it's so close it can just the next game it'll just get closer to correct it'll be there and it'll be like a nine or a ten for me and then two happens and it's literally doubling down on all the worst parts mm. i'm like okay yeah all Tragic. right but you got to turn it into a leopard right it's like a panther yeah yeah, yeah. like a shadow panther yeah uh but that's all i got to say I'm, okay. I'm playing it to get ready to for three just so i know everything heading in and know where to set the basis for how bad can a bayonetta game be because two does like every it checks all the boxes okay they make as bad of a bayonetta game as they could i feel and we'll see tomorrow so if three has major performance problems it will still be better than two yeah okay yeah like, even if it runs bad, it's like, you can't get over how bad some of these combat decisions are. Um, we also lost to Shining. I don't know if you want to talk about that. <laughs> I, I got to get Bob to realize The Shining's the funniest fucking horror movie ever. That shit's hilarious. No, there's there's nothing quite as funny as... Just, he, cut, he, cut, he axes down the fucking door, and then she immediately cuts his hand, he's like, Oh, fuck! Like... <laughs> There's so many layers. Yeah, it's it, it, it it's amazing when your axe murderer is the bumbling idiot of your movie. Yeah, the ghosts are sitting there and they're like, mm, "You're gonna man up, right, Mister Torrance?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll man up." And they're like, "Kill your fucking wife, Mister Torrance." He's like, "I'm on it, okay. I got this." Why are you haunting me? I was gonna do that shit anyway. Anyway, did you miss the part where I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> Yeah, that, no. Was, that movie is great, and it also it, is. it being the same even genre is Final Destination. Final Destination or, blew my like thinking about that makes me upset. But see, that's the thing; <laughs> it's the subgenre thing of slasher versus yeah, psychological it, horror. It, it's yeah, just was, how things have changed over the years too. Of like, there wouldn't be anything like I, that. I mean, seventy. I mean, I mean, there were slasher films in the eighties that were really dumb, mm-hmm. right? So. But there, that's that's when the subgenre becomes important, right? Right. Action RPG versus <laughs> MMORPG. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I got it on a Amazon deal for like eight bucks, and I was like, I've been waiting a really long time to see the whole film because I actually saw eighty percent of it. I missed the beginning. I I I too have only actually seen most of it because the time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on TV, mm-hmm. and that was also the night that Inuyasha premiered on Adult Swim. <laughs> so I kept switching back and forth between the two. I'm like, I can't pick. They're equally important to watch. <laughs> Obviously. So I, I now forever associate The Shining with those fucking red spider oh lily God. flowers. That's messed up. <laughs> I also watching it was thinking of the the Shining that I saw, which was the made-for-TV movie that had more approval from uh, Stephen King. Oh yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I've, I wasn't sure whether or not I had seen that until Bob referenced some part of it. And I'm like, oh god, I did watch that because my mother was a Stephen King nut, 
And since my name's Daniel, I have to wonder if I was named after the kid from The Shining. But she insists, no, you're named after the Bible. And I'm like, yeah, bullshit. It's either the Elton John song or the fucking Shining. I, I don't know. With buy that Bible part. video games. <laughs> Bible see, video see, games. Me, see, meanwhile, I'm here like, okay, I was either named after this Marlon Brando performance or this <laughs> Mel Gibson performance, and I don't know which one. And maybe that's okay. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I, so... Is that it for your games? Yeah, that's it. So for people who don't know exactly what's up, uh, I got a 1080 Ti when the 2000 series graphics cards came out because people were like, oh, Ray Tracing's the future, I'm going to upgrade. So the insanely high-performance, high-end, great value at MSRP cards started hitting the market from the 1000 series, the top end, for really cheap. Mm -hmm. So I bought one of those used. You know, this was before everyone got into mining crypto. So none of these were heavily abused. Um, and I had a great GPU, and it served me well over the last something like five years. But we started doing the 6K, three, well, two of the cameras are 6K, one's 4K, um, three cam videos. And that beat the hell out of my GPU. My GPU was holding back everything. My CPU was like 20 or 30% utilization, and everything's just slowing to a crawl. And I'm like... I need to upgrade my GPU at some point. How's that going? NVIDIA, NVIDIA's like, uh, we're about to release it and it's going to kick ass and it's going to render that new codec that's going to make your Twitch streams look unbelievably better whenever they start supporting it. And I'm like, ah, cool. I'll wait for that. Um, I actually got it. I had to get a water-cooled version, meaning all-in-one, there is a graphics card, and then there is tubes to a radiator. Um, the top of this case used to be a normal-ass fan that would pull air into it, I'm pretty sure. And now it is a radiator with fans on it that pushes hot air out of the top, and that feels fucking weird. Normally, I think hot air go back, feet fine. Now it's like, my left arm is so warm. <laughs> Yum. That's I'm running Halo 2 at 900-plus frames per second. Because <laughs> this, this graphics card is disgusting. Disgusting levels of performance. I'm so glad because every generation with the ray tracing shit, I'm like, it's not there yet. It's not there yet. It's, it's not. It's not. It's there. It is actually there. I'm playing Quake 2 RTX 1440p, 180 frames per second. Like <laughs> this shit's there and it looks really great. I played Super Mario 64 ray traced. That shit is cool as hell. We need more shit like that. I need perfect dark to get ray traced because it got the PC decompilation. Oh, yeah. And that game is a very materials looking game where it's just like your gun's a liquid metal and it absorbs the thing. Like all these things could have cool reflections on them. All these things could cast light. Mm -hmm. That game would actually be richer for that and better for that than like Super Mario 64 or anything else. Um it's it's a really great experience i'm incredibly blessed that we have the support on the channel to buy an upgrade like this because this thing is so such levels of unbelievably strong motherfucker that like i basically don't have to worry about ps6 when it comes to the pc like the pc could keep up just fine because this thing is somewhere between eight and ten times more powerful than a ps5 which is nuts yeah. um when it comes to the video stuff it can do 4k it can render 4K video at like 70 frames per second with a bunch of adjustments, which since we do those at 30 frames per second, that's pretty nice. Admittedly, we're probably not even going to rent out our live action or our live cam footage at 4K 
because there's not much of a fidelity difference in a bizarre twist of fate between that and 1080p, but I'll have to do some tests to further find out. Either way, this will make rendering every single podcast ever. Like once that second level driver comes on for FFmpeg, all of those should be rendering at like 18 times real time speed, um, which will make game of the year so much easier. Also, I can play any game on earth with max settings at like 4K. It's a fucking weird feeling, man. I'm used to not being able to re- do ray tracing at all, and now it's like it's all on the table, all of it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Um, I have not checked out DLSS 3.0, though. The one where it generates in between frames like a soap opera mode on your TV, but smarter. <laughs> I'm convinced, based on the little bit of time I've spent with DLSS 2.0 in the Marble Tech demo, um that I probably will hate how that looks, but I've never seen in my entire life. I've never seen 120 frames per second thing where half of the frames are real and half of the frames are fake as shit. <laughs> half of the frames tell only lies and the other half tell um, nightmares. Um, but no, I, I, I so I expect probably if I find time before the next like big thing, mm-hmm which I have three videos that are important as hell to get out literally before next big think. Uh, yeah, I'm drowning. Um, one of them is gears video. Another one's Pokemon go to the movies and another is final destination four for anyone who was curious, which three, um, I want to try Spider-Man on PC because that supports the DLSS 3.0 stuff. So I can, I can at least see it there and be like, Oh cool. It's like soap opera mode, but half the time at 120 frames per second. Did they add that to go, go God of war? No. Okay. No, they just added to Spider-Man cause it just came out. Right. Um, they have been pretty good about adding things back into God of war's PC port. Right. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that is amazing. Thank you, everyone, for the support. It was hard as hell to fit that radiator in there because I already had a completely excessive heat sink. That was an air heat sink on my CPU to make sure it wouldn't overheat doing all this work. So I don't have the picture on my PC, so I can't show it. But literally, when you tried to stick the radiator in, it would just sit on the CPU heat sink. So I had to unscrew the motherboard, slide it all down, and then attach the radiator and slide it back up. Um. <sighs> People have expressed interest in seeing us do some Super Mario 64 stuff with the ray tracing and some other things. I would love to do that because I didn't like the only way I got to consume this fucking ray tracing shit is either like a game on PS5 would have ray tracing or like a digital foundry video where they would show off Super Mario 64 ray trace and all this other cool stuff. It is really quite something to live in this current era with this unbelievably powerful, really fucking expensive GPU and be able to like Super Mario 64 is now like 4K and over 120 frames per second ray traced and everything's got bounce lighting and all this crazy shit. Like, that's awesome. And I hope that N64 emulator, somebody's developing a uh, graphics plugin for the N64 emulator to just ray trace games like Bomberman. They've already shown Bomberman 64 and I'm like, I need that. I need that in my blood. <laughs> you imagine how sick Quest 64 is going to look? Yes. It will it will be so good. Um also I need to check out uh the PC decompilation of Jack and Dexter. Because that shit is now it can run above 60 frames per second, it can run 4K. 
and that's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love PCD compilations. They're so good. Oh, and the Ocarina Time one. Oh, yeah. Because that one's out. Yeah, that that could look really cool. Yeah, I think um, Majora's Mask is about 70% done. So, yes, absolutely. I would be totally down for doing another Super Mario 64 run and probably another Ocarina one uh, on that. But anyways, I think that's it. Was there any goofy crap you saw me do over here with that graphics card that I didn't mention? Because... You know, Halo 2 at 900 plus frames per second, mm-hmm. I mentioned. Um, Overwatch hit absurd frame rates based. I was like, oh, it's only hitting like 400 to 500. Dan, it's in max settings. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is- I think that was it. Like, because you mentioned the marble demo. Yeah, I didn't mention the nightmare. So NVIDIA used to just release tech demos. And you could download them and just run them. And it was normal. Mm-hmm. Now you need NVIDIA Omniverse to run some of them. And like the Omniverse is a thing that connects all the apps. We can't just give you anything. We have, we have to have you download some shit storefront or loader or some middleware bullshit to track you. Yes. You have to be in our ecosystem. We'll get you. Are you a developer or creator? Bitch, I bought a video card. I have your video card and I want to see your marble tech demo you were so fucking proud of. Yeah, and then the tech demo didn't let you adjust resolution or anything else and it just sat in this tiny window and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? The shit used to just work. But anyway, that's it. That's it. Oh, and you can tell when an Overwatch map is one of the new maps because it runs much worse. But, <laughs> but you know, much worse means 300. Right, it's like only 360 oh frames a God. second. Jesus Christ. Anyways, I think that's it for me. Um, Agro. Oh, I, um, <clears throat> I got to play Scorn. <laughs> oh, oh, would you say you're torn about it? No, it was a rather definitive experience. <laughs> oh, I am of one mind. Okay. What is that mind? The people I've been waiting for one week to know. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say that I thought you were exaggerating. Because <laughs> I didn't. No. I just thought... That can't be. Imagine. <laughs> imagine you have a pizza in front of you. I'm doing it right now. You don't know where it came from. It's there. And it's all your favorite toppings. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got some... some puzzles on there you got some weird indie gimmick premise on there mm-hmm. yeah you, you you've got like weird horror cosmic aesthetic shit going on yeah you've you've, you've got mystery plot and environmental storytelling and then you take a bite <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the what's it full of shit <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> These fucking idiots (laughs) wasted the, hey, who wants to make a game? (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited when I first saw a trailer for that. Yeah. No, I get it. They wasted. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't even remember the guy's name. I'm so mad. Giger. Giger. They wasted making the Giger video game on this ass fucking backwards bullshit f- 
factory brain dead play school puzzle bullshit. Yeah. Maybe if I hit the switch, it'll do the thing. Oh, but the box wasn't there. I better put the box there and then come back and hit the switch and it'll move the box. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it's really disappointing. <laughs> and like going through these environments, it's it's just, it's so fucking palely derivative. Like guys, you you know people have been doing weird alien shit in video games based on this design ethos and aesthetic right. for the last 20 years, right? Right, like, yeah. <clears throat> when, when you make a game with odd forms and somber tapestries, you can't just make me go through fucking hallways and pull the lever to move the crank over. It's yeah, no, it's I, just I so frustrating. Yeah, that wasn't even even like I I uh, stopped playing the game mm -hmm. about the fourth time I died because one of the weird things cornered me in a hallway, mm -hmm. and my only defense was the two pump chump. <laughs> Thank you for calling it the same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is literally what I called it in the stream. I was so mad. Like, I got the thing like, oh, this must be that pokey thing they were talking about. And then the fucking xenomorph cat <laughs> super hugs me. And I'm like, oh, I've got a new weapon. Oh, it's the same fucking weapon. So I've got that refund processing on Steam. Oh, that's great. I'm glad to hear that happens. Glad to hear it. Yeah, that, that game was super disappointing because I like puzzle games and I think you could have made a, an amazing universe. As you said, people people have literally been making rip-off aliens shit in video games for almost four decades. It's been like three and a half. You know, there are plenty of NES games, Contra, uh, where you just get to see this cool art style applied to all these different ideas of directions it could go in. So the fact that this one does so little with it. Mm-hmm. I just, so you're getting it refunded. You mind if we talk about the ending? Because we didn't last week. Yeah, no, fucking go for it. Uh, the end of that game is literally your brain gets peeled out by a scythe finger thing as it gets put up into a brain tapestry or brain like quilt in the in the ceiling mm -hmm. in the roof, um, and you get your dick sucked oh. by a machine. Oh. And then you become a pregnant lady who then needs to carry yourself to a vagina portal. But you can't quite make it because the lizard, the cat, what a xenomorph cat is mm -hmm. what you called it, uh, just grabs you and drags you back from it and kills you. Mm. And you become okay. a horrible looking statue. Neat. Okay. I just thought the part where they were like, you got your dick sucked and your brain doesn't work anymore because you become a part of the tapestry that is creativity. And I'm just like, that, that doesn't... <sighs> Like, hey, you also like this art style. Cool. Wait, why do you like this? You don't seem to get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I don't, I don't want to be it's, that guy. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, I get not wanting to be that guy. I get not wanting to be that guy. Where you're just like, I don't get it. I'm into this and I'm smart, but you're into it and you're dumb as hell. I why? How could someone stupid like the same things as me? I get not wanting to be that person. You don't want to be that guy. It's just like a, a, about the third time I had to do the, the switch where like you put all your fingers into it and pull it down. I'm like, I don't think you understand what's supposed to be psychosexually uncomfortable about this artwork mm -hmm. because I'm some weird human shaped dude running around a factory with hallways 
pulling levers and moving boxes. Yeah. Yeah, no, they really just dropped the ball on every front you could possibly fucking imagine. Like, I, I paid for it because I decided, even if this game is bad, mm-hmm. it was a weird indie game with a cool concept that somebody picked up and put money into and released. Yes. Yeah. And I want that to happen more. Same. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Not like this. No. Not like this, no. I had to take a stand on that one. Yeah, it's really, truly unfortunate that this went like this. Because I like, you know, even in a vacuum, a lot of everything it's doing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see th- more things with Giga Art style. I want to see more ideas for what a puzzle game could be. <laughs> like, it, it, the fucking, the art style felt like a texture pack. It did. Like, looking yeah. around the environment, I'm like, yeah, you made things ribbed. Neat. <laughs> but for whose pleasure? <laughs> and, 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 like... And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's supposed to be incredibly alien. Like, yeah, that's the point. But e- even to that end, you're sitting in there going, what the fuck is the point of this machine? <laughs> what does it do? Well, it rips the dude out of the other thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's no. It's Chuck Segman. Would it, like, put the, the, the egg dude in front of me? And, because, like, solving the puzzle to get the egg dude, I'm like, okay. They were exaggerating. This is a cool little thing. And I f- figured my way through it and picked the egg guy out. And I've got an egg guy. I'm like, that's pretty unsettling. And then I move the egg guy to a station and it hurts the egg guy. He's like, burr, burr. And I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> you're going to tell me that I'm supposed to feel bad for a thing you did. Awesome. Great. This is going to be a fun experience. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Fuck that game. <laughs> yep. Did you play anything? <laughs> I wouldn't mention it except uh-huh. I could have uh-huh. finished Cyberpunk this week <laughs> if not for the time I spent playing Scorn. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> Scorn! <laughs> <laughs> well, with that out of the way, hey, Chris, did you play video games? Uh, well, I didn't get a chance to play a ton of stuff because on Monday, a neighbor's tree fell into my fell into my power line and tore it out. And uh, because of various things involving inspectors, uh, it is still not fixed. I am on a generator right now, which is how I am appearing on this internet radio show. Um, <laughs> Dedication. Uh, but I did play some things before and during that since since the PC got working yesterday. Mm. Uh one, I, uh, I I stopped playing Cyberpunk because it crashed, and, and then suddenly two hours of, of my game was gone. <laughs> How do two you avoid hours? this aggro? Oh, how did you not Every... get an autosave in two hours? <laughs> Every other living being I know is just like... And then a bad thing happened. It, it, it crashed twice away. the other day. Like, but you were once fine. Once it crashed and the other it froze, but yeah, no, I, I never lost anything. I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm being nice to Cyberpunk and it's being nice back to me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, uh, th- 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 I, I'm done. Thank you. Maybe I'll try again in in the middle of 2023. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll try again when that DLC comes out, yeah. that expansion pack. Because I always do a whole entirely new playthrough when that happens. Anyway, and I'm and I'm only just through the part where you actually meet Johnny Silverhand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Uh, I forgot to talk about this last week, but I played Spark the Electric Jester 3 all the way through on a stream. That's right. Uh, 
Spark the elect Spark the Electric Jester is an extremely relatable character because entire his entire story is uh I went to college and I still can't get a job, so now I'm just violent and angry all the time. <laughs> uh, the plot of the first the plot of the first game is that he can't get a job, so he's a street performer, which is why he's an electric jester. Mm. Uh, and then the robot uprising happens, and he's like, stress relief. Uh, and proceeds to resolve the situation. Uh, and the plot of and the plot of Spark the Electric Jester Three is that uh, he was given a really big check for ending the machine uprising. Uh, but the new militaristic force that took over the world, uh, they shut down the internet. So he actually has to go to a bank to get the check cashed, and there's an enormous line. And he's like, "I'm not waiting in line. I'm going to destroy this militaristic force." <laughs> Jesus. This weirdly sounds like a conquer storyline. <laughs> like not you're um, not wrong. <laughs> after that initial setup, uh that storyline vanishes entirely from the game. But oh. <laughs> uh and then there is no more story at all until the end in which case there is a lot of story at the end and I'm not going to say anything else about it because I think you should spend $20 on Spark the Electric Gesture and get to the end of it to see what it is. Cool. <laughs> Uh, structurally, it's kind of like it's basically Sonic Adventure Two. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever looked at the map screen on Sonic Adventure Two, yeah, uh, it's all the levels are also structured a lot like uh, Sonic Adventure Two, except they're way bigger and you can explore a lot more if you want for collectibles, but you don't have to. You can just play it like a Sonic Adventure Two level. Um, it feels less janky than any 3D Sonic game they have currently released. It to it to the point where I'm like, Sega, what what, what what's what's going on? This was made by one guy. Dude, I have no idea. Yeah, that's the impression I got when I played the demo. Or it's Jesus. like, why, why is this so smooth and everything works? Sega, you said this wasn't possible for 15 years. What the fuck is... <laughs> no, he said uh, we couldn't possibly do this. <laughs> it, it, it also has like a DMCS combat system and sometimes there's combat room, but, but it, it's fine because it's kind of fun to pummel these completely helpless enemies with your w- wide array of moves. Cool. You even have style switching where you turn into like Grim Reaper mode spark where he has like an energy scythe and you can also morph into other characters. So he's Spark the Electric Jester Death Scythe Mark II. <laughs> he just pulls out. Wait, wait, what color is the scythe? I think it's like purplish blue. Okay. Uh, but I had a lot of fun with it. I, I really encourage people to play it. Uh, I didn't play one or two at all. Uh, and you don't have to, considering the st- the, the st- once the story starts in that game, it's kind of unrelated to uh, anything in the other games at all. Hmm. Uh, I do like the fact that the metal, the metal Sonic equivalent, who's it, it just, just looks like spark entirely coincidentally. And that pisses him off. <laughs> <laughs> that is so relatable. <laughs> uh, I, I've also repeatedly forgotten to talk about the resident evil movies. I watched, so I'm going to do that real quick. Uh, so I watched the second Resident Evil movie. Cool. Um, that's a real movie. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't say the first one is a real movie. Oh, no, you got that backwards. The, 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 the second one is the one where there's Nemesis and you're in Raccoon City and things happen. It's a movie. There's characters and like set pieces. 
and I'm they I'm do not run entirely, down a building. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure why the 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 umbrella executive is like to test whether or not your mental powers or Nemesis's physical powers are better. You must now kung fu fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then and then I watched Resident Evil Three, which is the worst movie ever made. Yes, it is. <laughs> that, hear. that literally I watched maybe twenty minutes of that back in the day. I rented it from Blockbuster and just went, nah. And just didn't um, watch any other Resident it is, Evil it is for hard to over, a decade. It is and a half. hard to overstate how nothing in that movie There's nothing there. It's it's ninety minutes of the most boring generic post-apocalypse cliches mm -hmm. delivered in the most pathetic fashion possible. Yeah. I, I don't uh, understand why so many people feel like they need to make the, the zombie thing a post-apocalypse. Like, especially for Resident Evil, it's like the games never do it because they know that's just barren wasteland of content. It's like, like everyone's it's like already every covered it. every single attempt. It's the movies and then the fucking Netflix show also did that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did enjoy the moment where Carlos, played by the uh, the bearded guy, the bearded cool guy from the Mummy, who's part of the ancient secret civilization. Wow. Uh, you, you, it's hard to recognize him because he's totally shaven as Carlos. I mean, I hadn't seen the Mummy in two decades or more before I saw all of Resident <laughs> Evil Three, so now I have to go. Wait, he was in shit. Uh, I enjoyed the moment where he does the exact same thing Dom does in Gears of War 3. Yep. Or he's like, here's this really easily resolvable situation. I better drive a fuel truck into the middle of it and blow myself up. Yep. Um, yeah, that movie's a wasteland. Yep. It's, it's really, truly terrible. Um, the ending's funny as hell. I still need to uh, see it. Uh, I, I'm in the phase where I have to go back to all the games that came out this year that I dropped and, and, and try to finish them. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to do that to Atelier Sophie 2. Uh, mm -hmm. And I got to the point where it became the most complicated crafting system I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> Which I guess is what you want when the entire point of the video game is to craft things. Mm. But once they're like, okay, you start with this 5x5 five five board and you put in the blocks of the ingredients and you need to get your elemental levels up to certain le certain numbers to get special effects on this item. It's like, okay, now your dick is huge. Um, uh, the board is now seven by seven. Mm -hmm. So it is almost doubled in, in space. Uh, and if you want to make the highest levels of item, you have to turn on restricted mode where we have just made some of the squares inaccessible. You cannot place anything in them. Play around them. Nice. Uh, there's still barely a story, even though I'm pretty sure I'm 80% of the way through that game. Uh, it is very, very filler arc feeling, which, which makes sense because it's literally a game they made as filler so they could take longer to make Atelier Rise of 3. I probably will finish it, assuming my fucking power gets fixed uh, by, by the next big thing to mention. Uh, the last thing I played is Cultic. Cultic came out on Steam. It is a like a horror action retro FPS game. It's good. It's real good. Um, the plot, as much as there is one, seems to be like 
Uh, you found this town that a, a, a cult, a, like a, like a, it, it's not clear what type of cult it is yet. Um, I think it might just be a generic Satanist cult, but it might also be a, a an, an, El, an Eldritch cult. I'm not sure yet. Uh, this is only episode one, although episode one, like I played for two hours and only got about halfway through. So it's, it's pretty big still. Uh, I think, I think they're going to release. I don't, I don't know if episodes two or three will be included if you've already bought it. Cause it's $10. So it's not even, it's not even like 20 and it's, I don't think it's considered early access. So I don't know if you'll just buy the other episodes or if the, if they're free. This is like if you fused Resident Evil 4 with Blood, the FPS. Mm. Uh, it's really great that one of the first weapons you get is a bolt-action hunting rifle. Mm. And if you get a vantage point, they're fucked. Because <laughs> you can pixel hunt their heads, and when you get a headshot on somebody in this, their head explodes and you get bullet time for a second. <sighs> Nice. That's good. So you know when you exploded someone's head from 800 meters away with this bolt action <laughs> rifle. Nice. Uh, all your weapons are really cool and strong. Even the even the handgun. Uh, you get bundles of TNT, which are, which, which are they're they're not as good as the is the one the ones in Blood, which is the gold standard for for grenades in any first person shooter ever. Mm. Uh, but they work. They're like 80 percent there, and. Uh, <laughs> They're slightly clunkier to use because you can't. You have to light and throw them in two separate actions, and there's like a holding the button to for how far you throw mechanic. <clears throat> uh, the the payoff for this is they they explode like a bundle of TNT would explode. You throw this into a group of guys and it liquefies them. Mm. Uh, you can also pick up lanterns and throw it at them, and they all catch on fire and, and cry. Uh, you get Molotovs. Get a double barrel shotgun, which uh, works real well. It's not really like I, I compared it to RE4 because it's not really scary until the couple of times where it's like, no, now we are. Now we're real scary. Because it's like, okay, it's dark. Um, you can take out your lighter for light. Uh, you can now not effectively use two handed weapons. You cannot use your shotgun. Uh, you cannot use your stin, your machine gun. You can use your lever. You can you can use the hunting rifle because you do the lever action spin move, like Terminator. Yes, right. Uh, which which was a prop gun because you can't actually do that in real life. It will break your hand. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's like okay, uh, you want light? Uh, you you you're now less effective. They also do a thing I don't think I've seen any other first-person shooter do is when they introduce, like, a dangerous enemy, and there are some. There's, like, a chainsaw guy to continue the RE4 comparison. There's, like, mm -hmm. an ogre, like a, a zombie ogre, and there's, uh, like, one or two others. They get faster the less health they have. So you can tell when they're getting close to death because they start to move about three times as fast. God. Huh. Jesus. And, and the, the chainsaw guy's scary because not only does he have a chainsaw, he has these cluster grenades that shoot out like spikes in every direction when they go off and he throws bear traps at you. And it's like, if you get caught, you're now not moving. There's also like a specter enemy that will telekinetically hold you in place if it can see you 
And if it can't see you, it will lift up items and throw them at you like a poltergeist. Hmm. Uh, it's very atmospheric. It looks very cool. It has cool atmospheric music also. I, I can't gas it up more. Like for $10 on Steam, if you have a PC that, well, I mean, it's, it's a retro shooter. It looks like a build engine game almost, except there's no sprites. It's all voxels. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask if we use sprites for characters or not. It, it might it might use sprites for some enemies, or at least try to trick you into thinking it does. But I but it, it's it's very much a real 3D game. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm on. A great part is once you get to the part where zombies start showing up, like the cult has succeeded. You see the big red sky laser in the distance, and you have to go towards it. And then you get to the next level. The cultists are also like, it, it's almost like we didn't think this would work. Because <laughs> you find like pockets of them sitting up on top of like the office in a warehouse. Like they're on the roof of the office. And the whole warehouse is full of zombies. And they have this aura of like, mm, I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to do. They don't listen to us. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of fun secrets you can find. You can stack blocks and, and to platform because you can lift uh, most things. Mm -hmm. So a lot of secrets you can find by platforming up on top of stuff and you can climb through chimneys and all kinds of stuff. And if you search for secrets, you end up with a lot of stuff. You end up with like 20 bundles of dynamite and can ruin people's <laughs> lives. Uh, not only can you light the dynamite and throw it, you can also just tap a quick key to throw it. And if you shoot it, it goes off. Beautiful. Uh, there's also a weapon upgrade system, which is real simple. It's uh, if you find weapon parts, you can use them to upgrade your gun. Uh, you can upgrade the firing, the firing speed, the reload speed, because you have to reload. Um, or the damage or the magazine size pack. Uh, the hunting rifle uses magnum rounds, which is probably part of the reason it's such a Chad gun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and most of the guns have an alt fire, even though I hardly use them except for the double barrel shotgun because the double the alt fire is just both barrels. Like I don't I don't have time to to for there to be a question if they're dead. <laughs> I'm just going to hit the button that ensures they're dead. The cultists are real RE4 core because they even start to have shields later. Hmm. Uh, some of them do have guns, though. They're, they're color-coded where it's like, brown ones don't have shit. They have axes. Gray ones have pistols or machine guns. Red ones have shotguns or gren and grenades. Uh, but yeah, this is... I'm I was really impressed and I'm excited to actually go and do and finish it. It's like my like I think I like it more than Dusk and I really liked Dusk. I don't I don't know if this is a new blood game. I don't think it is. It I just assume it's like okay, it's a retro FPS, must be a new blood game. Right. It <laughs> seems in, incredibly up their alley, so I understand. Right. Mhm. Mm yeah. Uh, there's like not any voice actor. Oh, another thing. It's a retro. It's like inspired by retro FPSs, but it's very linear. There's no fucking key hunting it, unless you're it's like, here's a locked door. There's another path that isn't locked. I wonder where the key is. 
Okay, that's that's cool. Because because that was and that was another that's part of why Blood is my favorite of those games because that was the one that's like you know you're not looking for keys. The levels in Blood are generally pretty linear. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say about it. You should check it out if you like these kind of games at all. Horror action games. I'm waiting for it to get a little bit scarier because none of the enemies have been particularly scary yet. There's nothing like the abominations in Dusk where it's like, I don't want to look at that. I need it to die so I don't have to look at it anymore. Before we move on, though, um, off of uh, what you've been playing, did you see the fourth Resident Evil movie or have you only seen up to three? I have not seen the fourth, fourth one yet. Well, congratulations, you're over the hump. <laughs> Until the last one, I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other one. The last one is terrible in completely novel ways from the third and is also the worst film you've ever seen, probably. Complicated. No, you'll probably can't see how that can possibly <laughs> be the case. You'll probably get something more out of it. Probably. Like it it it. There, there, there can't be that many films where I'd have to literally go, I would rather watch paint dry. <laughs> I ain't saying shit. Well, that, that's all. That's all. Well, well, that's everything. I, I guess that means it's time for the pod lord. Ah! Oh, fuck. They're in the room. Ugh. Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown. You're in another world, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, Emperor Zero, Shibuya Gato. We need more O's because we also have <laughs> Rado. <laughs> one under one shades of wonderful remastered. WTF Spider Man. I've just been pineapple pi pizza pilled at 11:29 today. Proud to be a Canadian for the first time. BN12. When asked what character they would like for their collab, Ark Knights really said to Capcom, three palicos and a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. DFW, 3K. Me, when a three foot tall Iron Man tries to steal my 4090 delivery. <laughs> <laughs> what? His GPU showing up on Halloween. Oh, oh, oh. Halloween. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what is the context? <laughs> yeah, fair. Robert Downey Jr. is really short. <laughs> shiny Mew is very excited to see their non-shiny sibling to star in the new Gigaboots podcast series. Aww. Kristen. Adam here. My impending marriage this Saturday has me mushy, so I wanted to say thank you for all the content. It helps. 
Kyle Bjork, Iron Agro, Blig de Blue, Schlindis Poo, Monster Hunter, Ryzen, and Raiden. Four more days till Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. Four more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. I also watched Prince of Darkness. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Wow. <laughs> Is he? Ha! My new new... Wait, wait a minute. How these... Oh, okay. There we go. Cooper Tank. So, Helen and Taylor tweeted again. <laughs> God. Mm. She sure did. Good times. Ha! My new, new, new plan to trap Ichigo and his friends in Silent Hill was a success. Wait, this is not my plan? That is quite the height difference. <laughs> so so is Jinkaria in, in Silent Hill because he killed... Wait, he didn't fucking kill that lady. Why know, is he right? in Silent Hill? <laughs> he sucks. Uh, it's part of his plan. <laughs> we just have to trust in his plan. His new, new plan. His new, new, new plan. Whoa. That was an awesome thing. Yoji Shinkawa collabed with Magic the Gathering to make sick alternate art. And I think you should all know. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast. Aspiring Raxacoracophala patron Gaiji. Uh, what is that? What? Okay, that one may be my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, it probably is your fault. I feel good blaming you. <laughs> Evil Lucario. The queen has fallen, ho. Long live the King Frost, he ho. A raccoon getting ready for Halloween. Oh, it's so adorable. <laughs> that is the cutest raccoon yet. Holy shit. Lock the chest is. Oh, wait, never mind. Shinji 16 is begging all of you to play Hyper Demon, the sequel to Devil Daggers, and also Lexi says hello again. Hmm. My mood this week. Hmm. Ominous. Committing war crimes. This is easy. It's one, two, three. <sighs> they, have, they haven't happened yet. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> The Super Mim. Wishing stars contain high traces of alpha wave radiation. <laughs> Hop is doomed to a terrible fate within a month. Mm. No, no, it's no, it's fine. Uh, 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 Hop is immune to that because his, his brain lacks the alpha wave. It's like Futurama. Oh, <laughs> he's like Fry, except for not likable at all. Saraline. Thanks to the witch from Mercury, Tomothy Fister is getting Utina pilled. P.S. The licensor made it available for free on YouTube. <laughs> yes, it is on YouTube. You can fucking watch it there if you want. It's great. I nice. own the Blu-rays. <gasps> mm -hmm. What an impressive chat of a man. <laughs> Bearded Joe. <laughs> Pleochrome. Krunglesbub. Lord Richter is off to Mexico for my first time off since February. See you all in two weeks. Have a good trip. Have a good trip. Eat a good lot luck. of tacos. <laughs> like a lot. It's a lot better than in the United States. Someday I'll know. Right? Enjoy yourself. And losing my mind when encountering Wormface in Elden Ring. Curse you, Chris Wolfhart. Thank you very much <laughs> to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Uh, 
Well, thank you, Podlords. And if you'd like to become a Podlord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gvpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach review show, wherein we review all of Bleach, as well as Pokemon Let's Go to the Movies, uh, where we review every Pokemon movie. Yes, even that Nightmare one where they remade the Mewtwo one, but it's in horrible 3D now. <laughs> uh, extended extended content from other shows when those shows' formats force us to leave it behind. And a Patreon-exclusive show, one a month, where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. If you don't have any money, you can always help us immensely by spreading the word and liking this video right now. Literally this second. I'm waiting. Do it. Goodbye. I, I, I can see you. Oh, where's it going? Okay, good. <laughs> you have until the bird dis. Okay, it's gone now. It you better, better be lights, guys. That was your chance. <laughs> you, you know the you know the onion cartoonist. <laughs> yes. You know that cartoon he did where uh, where the guy has his DVD collection and is like and his like the Giga Chad. Yes. I feel like I'm starting to slowly turn into that guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, as I sit here ordering more and more Hong Kong Kung Fu movies on mm -hmm. Blu-ray. <laughs> I do a theme month once a year called Jackie January. Oh my god, what a chat. <laughs> Statue of Liberty is fucking <laughs> saluting and crying. Oh man. I hear we have news is that what you hear uh who told actually, you that? right now i'm not hearing anything somebody's been talking who's been talking bob who's was it you it wasn't me mm, all right <laughs> you bought it thank god <laughs> you're safe for bob, now. bob i'm still in the room what <laughs> <laughs> you were so bad at this <laughs> permanence. <laughs> Is that a problem for a fully grown out? Oh no! Uh, yeah, we got news. We got news. We got news. Hey guys, mm. we got news. Whoa! <laughs> I'm not sure. Wow. Did I tell you we have? Because we do. I, I keep hearing it. Um, yeah, I guess I'll cover the GPU thing because I specifically have one, <laughs> and I've uh, understandably. Have been looking into it. So uh 4090s are melting. <laughs> Specifically, the part of the 4090 that is melting is a brand new power connector. Because having four eight-pin connectors on your GPU, that would be ridiculous. Please ignore the things the size of the fucking Xbox Series X. So Intel and the PCI Express cons Standards Consortium came up with a new standard for power delivery for GPUs. And it is only now, as they start to ship this for the first time, built straight into the 4090, that they go, hey, there might be a problem with this connector. Uh, we may be heading towards recall territory on this. Who knows? Ooh. It is unclear. People are still trying to figure it out. But basically, the there are so many pins in such a small area driving so much power per pin mm -hmm. that when it gets bent hard enough because this gpu is huge keep in mind mine's one of the smaller ones and even i'm like maybe i just won't put the case back together maybe it's just wall stays open and that makes it easier for me to dust out i just go over there occasionally uh it will in fact crimp it enough 
to cause a small fire and melt the plastic on both the plug and the receptacle on the GPU. Fun fact, won't hurt the GPU seemingly. Seemingly so far, it has not damaged the actual GPU. Yeah, this is my experience learning this. Like, 49 are catching on fire. Clicks article. The end of one of the power cables is melting slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the cool thing is, uh, I have, like, the power supply I had to buy for this GPU and the CPU someday I'll upgrade to years from now. Because CPUs now take an insane amount of energy. That Intel one, which I didn't even talk about, takes 300 fucking watts. At least I don't think I talked about it. Which is unheard of for a CPU. Uh, I had to buy a new power supply to make sure I was safe. Um, it has a custom cable that I can hook directly from the power supply into that. So no adapter, no extra bulk that would cause that bend. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the 4090s are much larger than mine. So a lot of them don't have enough space. So a lot of them, maybe they're at risk. I don't know. We're get, constantly getting new information yeah. a lot. Uh, in fact, uh, what was it? Jay's two cents just came out with a video three hours ago. That was even more information about it after coming out with the video yesterday where they tried to investigate it further. Um, so lots of new information coming out all the time. Who knows how this is going to go, but uh, this sucks. I got to see AMD in the Twitter replies being like, um, our, our shit doesn't use that. We didn't, we didn't design for that. And we're kind of feeling great about that right now. <laughs> this is a big win for us. <laughs> we're behind in the standards. It has such winning. The early bird gets a critical failure point in their power supply. Uh, punch to the mouth. Uh, I didn't write down too many details for this. In fact, I didn't even write this down. I believe someone else wrote it down for me because I posted the tweet. Yes, that was uh, me. But yeah, London Studio, apparently, for people who don't know, they, they did the VR, like, I, I can't remember the exact name. Uh, like Blood Heist. and Truth. Blood and Truth, yeah. Uh, they, they've done VR experiences and other sort of, like, peripheral-based experiences historically over there. But PlayStation London is now, like, they're making a service game, I guess, set in fantasy London. Yeah, it's like a four-player co-op, I think. Yeah, I think that's the idea. It's... It's interesting because the huge article they're making about this is like, guys, we are making a real game. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of debatable how more real than, <laughs> like, <laughs> if it's a service game, it's kind of debatable how much more of a real game that is than a VR game. But anyways, uh, some concept art came out of that. It looks pretty neat. Um, I think this is probably not that worth talking about until it gets closer to being shown. Yeah, I'm surprised that they did this. I feel like Sony would normally be like, well, just don't say anything. We'll have a cool trailer. Usually they would do that. But I understand Sony Europe needs a dub. And they probably want to give people confidence that it's not just sequels coming out mm-hmm. forever. Because that is a lot of the narrative. Um, helps to be like, we have anything that isn't a sequel. But uh, now the narrative is... They have the sequels in and the a bunch games. of live service games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's better? It's better, question mark? Uh, we're going to go ahead and go to Agro's news first, or next. Uh, first one, the um, the manuals. I actually saw that. Did you did you go and look at the... Yeah, I, I went and checked out both sections. So there, there's a guy, uh, I, I'm assuming a guy, mm-hmm. um, or 
Is, is, is guy, has that fully transitioned to being a non-gender term? I don't know. <laughs> well, don't know. you know, if people could Let's just stop person. using, if people could just stop saying guy et, you know, when we stopped God saying dude et, dude became. Some Redditor. <laughs> That's <laughs> somehow so much worse. <laughs> Kirkland yeah. uh, has apparently finished <laughs> uploading 4K scans of every PS2 games manual released in the States uh, to the Internet Archive. I, I saw the the tweet that linked me to this news just said, remember what they took from us. <laughs> I, it, like, yeah. I, I, I went and hit it up. It's just PDFs. You can open them up. Uh, he uh, apparently already has done this for the SNES. And uh, on Reddit in the replies, they're like, yeah, I'm going to do some other system now. Haven't picked yet. That's really great. Yeah, I, I, that's fantastic. It I is. started downloading it and was like, wait, this is 16 gigabytes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a, I didn't have time to, I should have just let my computer overnight do it because it was going to take forever. Oh, 100%. I just went, to, I went immediately to the, the Ratchet and Clank one because mm -hmm. it, it didn't have a manual. It had a poster and the back had a bunch of info on it. Dude. <laughs> so I just got to scroll through that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to get that because God knows we play so many yeah, PS2 no, games. It's, and that, that's why they're doing it for, because he was like talking, uh, I, I read some posts from them talking about like various museums and game preservation and shit. I'm like, well, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you had had this, you would have known that glitch and kill switch was not a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We probably would have read the manual and it would have referenced that once and we'd be like, Okay, maybe this isn't a feature. <laughs> I've only got uh, one more quick little thing here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a Amazon has been talking about making that Fallout series for a while. A couple of years. I forgot this was something they had approved. They announced that in yeah. July of 2020. Wow. It's uh, fucking doomed so this week to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the fallout franchise they released a screenshot Ooh, because this is what we do now is is it like of a backstage thing or is it like concept art what it, is it uh, it's a picture of a vault door with like three people standing in front of it and vault suits okay but the real people it's, all it's like hard a, to tell. Oh no. It's incredibly backlit oh and bloomed no. to shit. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so I guess the long-standing craft of marketing is just dead now. We just don't do it. Yeah, no. They, they, they got too confused by new media and have given up. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? Uh, we're going to go from that news about something that shouldn't die, or should have died by now, resurfacing to other epic news about things resurfacing uh, uh quick call out to listeners and uh, people live as well do you even fucking know what paragon is <laughs> that's when you don't pick renegade right yes paragon the epic games moba that is really bad and was canceled um in 2018 can you it wasn't canceled it came out. Yes. It was shut down. It was shut down. That is I an important it was, distinction. It was canceled after release. I know a dude who spent $60 on that game. Oh, right. You could do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Yes. 
Uh, Sony put a ton of marketing money behind Paragon. This was going to be their League of Legends. Yeah. Because it is a 3D third-person action MOBA. You you can see it in the UI. It was going to be their League of Legends. Working at GameStop, we had posters up for this game like for a year straight. Jesus. It was just always over the PlayStation section. Jesus. Paragon's splash art looks like if you asked an AI to make the splash (laughs) art for a game. Yes. It's funny that you say that. I actually prepped this for people who weren't ready, who who did not know. Like, what's a Paragon? That? Does that... (laughs) Do anything for you. You just made that up. (laughs) Dan, this is bullshit. You just fucking took a high quality picture of the backside of that GPU box. This is one of those fake things they use to advertise a GPU. Actually, real. I'm running an AI locally off of my (laughs) GPU. It's so strong. I'm like, give me a AAA game. No, I'm going to need Sword Lady and Shoot Man. And what might be a homeless guy or a wizard? I'm not. It's not clear. I just need one of them to be very big and very blue. Yes. Give me, give me a knockoff Guardian of the Galaxy. <laughs> I want to be Drax, but not Drax. Can you do that for me, AI? And it's like I'm so tired. All I wish for is death. I cannot stop looking at that. That, that the fucking wizard dude because. You know you have failed to adequately design a magic user when it is unclear whether he has direct agency in the fact that his hand is on fire. I'm on fire! <laughs> he looks so much like an assassin. Yeah, no, he, he looks like something between an Ezio and a prototypeman. Where did he jump from and what is he jumping to? I assume he's close, but I don't know. <laughs> Dan Pol like... Okay, this has the energy of those 90s comic spreads that Rob Liefeld would do, but he would hide everybody's feet because he can't draw them. Right? Like, these are the guys that didn't make it into the Wildcats. Like, that's that's, that's the the big energy I get from the wizard guy. It's like, we can't show his fucking feet. They look fucking bad. Put him behind the big guy. Didn't make it into something called the Wildcats. That's pretty low. And, and, the, and the dude on the right with the guns just looks so ambivalent about being there. Oh god, I didn't even know this lady on the far left. Oh yeah. The... Man, those are some Rob Liefeld guns. Dude. Yeah, those are some big dumb guns. She looks so oh, confused as she runs. And, and she has the laser bow. Oh, it's a female character in a triple A game. Give her the fucking bow. Yep. And, and a degree in journalism. Because <laughs> that's how bows work. If you were wondering how being friends with Agra for so long is, just put that sentence on loop. <laughs> His face is so good. His face is the best. One moment, we're zooming in even more. Let me let me get some more of that face. That's a good face. Okay, here we go. Uh, just uh, <laughs> just baffled as to what's happening. Is that Channing Tatum. <laughs> Oh, he's got like arm armor or maybe robot arms. Robot arms arms or arm armor. One of the two. Very unclear. (laughs) So this shit's coming back. Yes, it's being revived is Paragon Overprime. 
Is wow. overprime one word? Yes. That's terrible. Um, this is not made by Epic anymore. They gave the full rights to this Korean studio, Netmarble, and they're just doing their own development, which isn't surprising. They gave all the assets for this game for free to anyone who downloaded Unreal. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't oh, know, if yeah. you downloaded the Unreal Engine, they just go, here are all these characters. You can do whatever. And I'm like, you shouldn't say that. This is that Paladin's long game. They're trying. To, they put the models out there. So if you want to, we're not saying you should make porn of our game, but if you wanted to, you could totally do that. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> Pitchford working at Epic nowadays? <laughs> That's um th this was one of the least satisfying feeling online games I've ever played. Yeah, it just always felt horrible to do anything in it. Yeah. It just feels like it was just barely short of the clicking point where it would just like work for me. Yeah, it was always like, man, you sure did make an um a MOBA, but moved the camera down here, but didn't change anything about the way the game feels. <laughs> Actually, it feels worse than a MOBA. Like it doing does. hits in a MOBA has more impact and feel of progress than shooting things forever in that game. Mm. It was bad. Also, melee users did not get enough damage buff over ranged attackers. So it just became this why would I ever use a melee guy? They'll just kill me. But this actually enters early access soon. Oh, it's entering early access soon? Jesus yeah. yeah, it's up on the Epic Games Store. The, you can, like, wishlist it now. Oh, my God. And get in, get ready. Finally, a game that justifies my 4090. I think they put up, like, eight or ten minutes of just here's gameplay of it running again. And it's, like, the new stuff from Korea because everyone's it's, got three names. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, too, because it, it, it is that game, but really isn't. Uh -huh. Like, when you look at it move and do shit, it's like, that's not how that was. It's kind of like if you if you went to high school with a guy and you're like, yeah, he was just an average looking white guy with black hair. And then you look at your yearbook and he's like a movie star. It's like, what do you mean? He was Tom Cruise. What? That didn't that didn't happen. His dad staring at his yearbook. What do you mean? I went to high school with Tom Cruise. What year did I graduate? And then it's to the ending of The Shining. <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> so um, you bet your ass I'm going to check that out. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Of course. You resurrect a zombie. I want to see in what condition the corpse is, right? Uh-huh. Jesus. You go to whatever you want to go to, Bob. We can do a quick one next. Do the one above that. Sure. Uh, Helena Kaylee Taylor, original voice actor, Bana, came back to confirm that she, in fact, lied the first time. But you should still trust her. That thread was insane. She like, <laughs> tried to frame it like it was she wasn't just confirming what the reporters had said. Yeah, it right. was... It's it's truly so bizarre. Dumb. Truly bizarre. Um called it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just never know because neither party will come out and confirm. And then she comes out and confirms, but then says she didn't. Right? It was so confusing. It's like, but you, what you're saying lines up with what they said. What are you doing? <laughs> Look, what I'm saying may have changed, but not the fact that I was right. <laughs> that you should definitely <laughs> get angry and boycott the game. <laughs> So, go to the bottom. News. So bad. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is $1 per megabyte. <laughs> $70 disc, 70, 70 megabyte, megabyte Blu ray. It can hold so, 100 gigabytes, <laughs> but they put 70 megs on it. This is, this is just because the game isn't, isn't done when they print the discs, right? 100%. There's no other reason to do this.
like at, at a certain point there there has to this this kind of thing has to get tested in court mm-hmm. like i i bought this game on this disc except no i didn't yeah you know i actually i'm i'm ready to take the opposite position gentlemen oh yeah this is good because I remember twice I installed that game off. What? I didn't say it was bad. Well, I'm just saying this, 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 this is actually the way forward for Call of Duty. And here's why. (laughs) Twice I've installed this game off the disc and it's just gone. You didn't fucking install anything. You, you need to download the game. And I'm like, what would you, what do you think was on the disc? And they're like, dog shit. (laughs) Fuck that. It's gone. You're going to have to download 70 fucking gigs at least. So maybe the fact it will get me faster to that point could be seen as an advantage. Here's a disadvantage, though. How many people with bad internet connections now just won't be able to play the game? Yeah, not even the single player. Not even the single player and not, you know, ruin online lobbies because they can't download the online at all. All fighting game devs, no more physical versions of your game. <laughs> oh. This is a litmus They test. also now have to be 150 gigabytes. <laughs> See, I'm fine with this because it's a proven fact that fighting game pants don't actually have real life friends. <laughs> oh, no. Bob, and then Bob disappears. Oh. Fake ass fighting game fans. Get out. <laughs> Oh, man. Go ahead and do anything else. Sure. Uh, Xbox? like Xbox. Went, yes. Microsoft went to Twitter to announce several Age of Empires related things. Oh. So Age of Mythology Retold was announced. Uh, comes out for PC. Gonna have updated graphics and gameplay. They just did a teaser trailer and didn't really specify exactly when it's coming. But hey, they're working on it. So it's just a remake. Yeah, it's a remake of that of old one. one. Okay. Gotcha, um, gotcha. So that's exciting. I really liked Age of Mythologies, and I wish that it had more mythologies, like more pantheons. It would have been cool because I feel like they only had three in it. Like um, I think we had Egypt, Greek, and one other. I can't remember. That's usually how that goes. I know. Yeah. It's like, come on, you can do more. Um, and then they also announced Age of Empires two definitive edition is coming to Xbox Series X and S. And that's in January thirty first. And then Age of Empires 4 is also coming to the platforms in 20, later in that year, later in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are on the way. Mm. Um, I don't, I can't imagine those feeling good on a controller. No, that's hard to imagine. Um, so good luck yeah. getting that to work. I think those games are great. Uh, it's cool that there's more of an audience for them there. But at the same time, it's like, is there though? <laughs> we need to test whether or not it's up to snuff for an RTS on a controller, Bob. Yeah. We have to get Eric to play it because Eric thought StarCraft 64 was fine. I was okay. sitting here like, I don't thought, don't I'm... tell him you played StarCraft 64. <laughs> I was sitting here petrified like, please don't please don't do the Age of Empires on console versus uh, Halo Wars on console. Halo Wars would probably win. Oh, yeah. Halo Wars w- was designed console first. StarCraft definitely wasn't. Yeah, no, StarCraft wasn't. Age of Empires also was not. Not sure if you were there years ago when these <laughs> came out, but I always, I always this. love when people talk about like I, I used to tape a piece of cardboard on my TV so my friend couldn't fucking screen looking StarCraft sixty four. <laughs> How isn't mm. that one uh, a like horizontal split? No. 
Okay, no, I thought it was. Maybe there's an option well, for that. Well, I, it's a vertical, you know, it's yeah, the, split horizontally. Yes. For vertical. Yeah, yeah, so how do you put the cardboard in? How does that work? Well, you well, put one of you sets on the floor. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh-huh. It's like... There was also, like a, there was also like, I put a table up against the TV, and I'd sit yeah, under the like table. That. Oh, my God. Yeah, where you just split it. <laughs> one dude's below. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's a system. I've it, seen people do it with blankets, too. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, I guess you, like, uh-huh. tape it to the sides or something. And, and then you just sit under the blanket. Yeah. And then you lift it up to teach your friend that nothing will stop you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we also got a release date for Wavetail, which is something I played for the podcast a few weeks ago for the Steam Demo Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes out December 12th for PC and, and like modern consoles, like pretty much everything. I didn't know when I played this previously. This game came out on Stadia a year ago. November. What? Fuck you. November 10th on Stadia. No one had ever talked about it. No, I've never well, heard that anyone. Makes sense, the Stadia game. Yeah, they God. dumped it into a black hole. Yes. So it was just like, whoa, what? So when is Q Games going to figure out how to bring their, their pixel junk game Raiders or whatever that's stuck on Stadia to anything else? Yeah, I don't know. How many times is it going to happen? They also announced a new puzzle bubble today. They did puzzle bubble every bubble. Yes. And for, people, for people who don't know, yeah. this is Buster Move. I don't know why they don't just keep that name. That's the one known uh, in the West. Sorry, Bob. We got to make it closer match Bubble Bubble. You like the original though. name. Nobody, nope. Nobody. It's got the people main characters. People don't know what that is anymore. Yeah, either. people have no idea what that is. But they released <laughs> they a new release one last new year bubble or whatever. Bubble. Yeah. yeah. Since it's been vacated, it will now be called Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this one adds four-player co-op story mode and 2v2 battles. So, like, two groups of guys battling it out. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It looks good. Uh, they only showed the, the dinosaurs playable in the preview footage they put out, but the, the title screen, like, art they put out shows oh, different characters. Good. Because I'm like... I'm tired of it only being Bub and Bob, even though I love them. Yeah, like Bub and Bob are great, but I don't need Bub, Bob, and then two other dinosaurs that are different colors. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> what are they going to be called? Bab and Bib? Like, Bub, Bob, uh, then Rabbids. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. No. Not okay. Uh, but that's it for Bob news. Yes. Uh, Chris. No, what about Bub news? No, no Bub news. Mm. Or Bib or Bab. Fallout 4 is coming to next gen. It's going to have a performance mode, a resolution mode, ambiguous bug fixes. They just said bug fixes, so who fucking knows? The bugs are bigger and, now. Uh, <laughs> creation club content. Oh. That, 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 that's it. Neat. Huh. Yeah, I was glad they're actually making this. It's not just for Xbox. Yeah, that's surprising. It is. But I guess at this point in the tr- in the trial, they wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that would, uh, might reflect badly. Yeah. Uh, Bioware put out a press release confirming Dragon Age 4 is not canceled, and that's pretty much all they fucking put out. As like, we've reached alpha, and I'm like, go away until you can show me a gameplay trailer. Right? <laughs> we need to it's see been, more than... It, when rooms. was this when was this announced <laughs> like the game awards 2019 or was it 2020 
2020 feels too yeah too, that's too recent right it feels like 2019 is correct yeah, that sounds mm -hmm. let, let me check when was when was the shit announced it was announced at the game awards in 2018 Okay. okay yeah. There we go. So, look, 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 Bioware. I'm willing to be cautiously optimistic. Shut the fuck up and go away until right. six months until the game is out, <laughs> which better be 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear you got into Alpha now, and then EA's like, "Well, a year to go from Alpha to complete's plenty, right?" Uh, Phil Spencer, after seeing Sony get up on stage and shit all over themselves by raising the price of their consoles, uh, said, we will also do that, just not until after the holidays. Uh, also, we're probably going to do it to Game Pass. It's so weird that they just said it. Yeah, this sort of stuff is usually so, like, we know, but they will never say it. But that's the thing. Most people are ignorant and they don't. No, let me let me explain something. For the console price going up, they literally said they would not do that when Sony raised their price. Uh -huh. yes. Microsoft made an official statement. They're like, we're not doing that. We don't need to. We have that much money. We don't give a shit. We're not doing it. For Game Pass, everyone just points out that's that's gonna happen. And up until now, Phil Spencer hasn't really said that. He just keeps going, Game Pass is profitable, it's fine. Didn't he say the opposite of that earlier this year? Or it's like, I think early this year yet. he said, fine. no, I think early this year he literally confirmed that it is profitable and people need to stop bringing that up as some sort of, you know, sign that maybe things aren't well. Um, and now it is profitable, but we were playing the right price anyway. So okay, he apparently it, said it yesterday. Look, guys, we're having supply chain issues. One moment. Right. One moment. Are you saying as a part of this price thing, he said Game Pass isn't profitable? No, he said it is profitable finally yesterday. Oh, okay. I swear to God he said it earlier this year. Which I swear uh, to is you. a pretty great thing to, to, to say uh, when you also say we're going to raise the price soon. Yeah. Um, this is an insane thing to say long before you do it. Like, anyone who has a remote ounce of cynicism should have been able to hear us on Big Think Dimension point out that that's the Game Pass slash Netflix arc. That but you start out really cheap, it comes free in Rice Krispies, and then you raise the price as you go, so that way you can make infinite money. Phil, you're supposed to achieve total market dominance before you start raising the price. You don't do it as you admit that Sub subscriptions have basically crawled to a standstill, standstill and there's no growth let, let me let me just connect some dots okay one we have enough numbers to know that thing feel said is pretty accurate that the subscription growth is not there where they want it to be they thought it was going to be much higher it isn't two a bunch of fire just people just got fired from microsoft <laughs> three now game pass is going up in price like this is a pretty connected situation here. So I it's become very apparent that Microsoft is comfortable just pro making profit off these monthly things and not trying at all and being in last place. Like they're totally happy with that. If they were happy with that, I would think they wouldn't have bought Bethesda and they wouldn't be trying to buy Activision Blizzard.
Because everybody, like even last week, we made fun of that article, not on Big Think Dimension, on Twitter, mm. of the guy saying, Sony better watch out. If they're not allowed to buy Activision, they're going to try super hard and use that money to own Sony. And it's like, no, they're not. Every fucking time some Xbox fanboys have been talking about the sleeping dragon awakening and money hatting its way to the top of the gaming industry since for 21 years since Xbox launched. Mm. It's like, guys, they don't care. They're not going to make online free. They're not going to cut the price of the Series X to fucking $300, even though they could do that, sell $100 million and still spend less money than they would want to spend on Activision, a lot less. God. They, they're not, they're like, they're not going to go get all these, they don't care about getting exclusives unless they own the company. Yeah, yeah, they just want things for Game Pass so they I, can have things that are there perpetually. I mean, yeah, and that that's the thing. Like, they're tired of paying people for content. They want to own people because then you get free, infinite content. That's how their brains work. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how Disney does it, too. Like, yeah, we need to buy all that thing so we can then fill our subscriptions with it. Mm. But yeah, yeah, no, uh, I don't know why they made this statement this far in advance. That's the part of this, this that makes no sense. Was this just some interview where Phil got way too, like... Drunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is this literally like, oh I, no, a press meeting. The I don't... I, arranged. I, well, no, they didn't call a press conference to make this announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer said he was going to piss on the moon? I don't fucking... I don't know. I've, I, I, until that deal go, does or does not go through, I'm just going to keep fucking 4chan conspiracy theorying it up like it's 4D chess. Trust the plan. <laughs> uh, CD Projekt Red announced a Witcher 1 remake in Unreal 5. Huh. That sounds like a reasonable thing to remake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's being made by an outside studio. Uh, I'm happy because I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, the story in that game's great. Uh, the combat is un- un- intolerable, and I understand that because I remember the weird, you have stances, and then you have to click in a specific rhythm based on the stance to get maximum effectiveness. Uh, and then CD Projekt Red was like, we're going to port this to consoles, and then looked at the combat and the system and said, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this was an insane arc that happened yes. in the last 24 hours. Yeah, uh, Denuvo got removed run. from from Gotham Knights. <laughs> it immediately made the game perform much better on PC. Shot. What? Uh, no way. <laughs> uh, then it turned out that was an accident and they patched it back in this morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they speed ran this. Oh, my fucking God. You put Denuvo back in. And Sorry, I'm like, guys, game was it, good it, it doesn't matter. You, you, you already, you already made like a Denuvo free version. People now already have cracked it. You, you, it's, it's over. <sighs> like putting you, you might as well just take it out to get your enough. money back. <laughs> oh my god! They put it back in. Yeah, they 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 gave people the vision of the world, right? They they patched the game, and it was that utopia for like you can't a few let them see over the fence and then think you're gonna keep them on the farm, guys. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! Callisto protocol protocol got so hard rejected by Saro 
uh, that's the Japanese equivalent of the ESRB, that they just canceled the Japanese release. It's like they wouldn't even give us A rating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be crazy violent. <laughs> They're like, have like, you oh, wow, seen our trailers? We're not <laughs> like, editing I this. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe the game that's all about graphic decapitation isn't going to release in the country where they don't let you show graphic decapitation. Or non-graphic decapitation, uh, considering Resident Evil 4 is hardly graphic. One of the articles I read about this had mentioned, you know, this is, it features, you know, violent action and has features like haptic feedback that lets a player feel when you break a bone. Ooh. Ooh. Right? That sounds you get great. You caught in the fucking grinder and your dual sense just shakes itself apart. <laughs> it's just so, so real so weird seeing the the steer into stricter and stricter standards from Saro. like as a you grow up in the 90s uh hiding a copy of wrath of the ninja from your parents uh-huh. <laughs> and like oh yeah we can't release this game in japan it's too violent yeah 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 what? It's, a little, it's a little weird 100 percent uh, Qbyte announced a bunch of their games coming to modern platforms, including Glover. Oh my god. Glover's coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch alongside a bunch of fucking other games that don't matter because the only one that does is Glover. I don't like that. I don't like that thing. You don't. You don't like Glover. I don't like Glover. It's, it's the wrong number of fingers in the in, in the wrong frequency. I, I've never played Glover. You know, strangely enough, that is a hand with bilateral symmetry. That is not okay. One of the games they're bringing is Stone Protectors, which is a fucking beat 'em up based on an unbelievably hideous, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles knockoff about these oh. fucking weird weird uh like trolls like like the funny hair trolls mm -hmm. yeah and i'm like what why are you oh is, fuck, is this how, these things is this how far into the fucking nostalgia gutter we've gone we have to start to pull up like the z tier teenage mutant ninja turtle knockoffs like we already have people pretending they care about street sharks which is insufferable but uh but, but they're just awesome <laughs> God. we already have people being like no no guys i really genuinely think biker mice from mars was good agar i don't see I what promise. the problem is i don't see what the problem is look at him he's so full of joy <laughs> i have never cared he's not full you. of joy <laughs> those are not eyes that are full of joy they're eyes <laughs> full of primal terror that is serial killer lighting <laughs> It is, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I had to edit out the X that was in his finger. He was about to chop someone up, and I was like, ah, oh, that might get us flagged on YouTube. I, I have know. no mouth, for I am glove. What the fuck kind of hand goes in that? <laughs> Don't think about it. A broken and damaged one. One from Scorn. Okay. <laughs> That's that's all the news. I don't think there's anything else. <laughs> Just gonna throw up the yes, yes. <laughs> there they are. Looks like he's throwing them out like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Go, my minions.
Anyways, and that's Dan it. Pocket Sands, but it's with tiny assassins. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for Big Thing to Mention this week. Uh, hey, Agar, what do you got going on in the next week? Uh, I'm going to see if that uh, scorn refund goes through. Uh, it was a little over time, but I think oh. the impassioned paragraph about how that <laughs> game sucks. <laughs> Might uh, might tip the scales when they review it. I'm hoping. I'm I'm very excited for big thing next week where we all get to find out. See, I would have just lied and been like, I spent an hour trying to make it work, and then it sort of worked, but didn't give me my fucking money back. I have a forty ninety, and this game melted like. <laughs> you sold me a fucking Steam Deck, and it doesn't work. I'm like, Sir, we can see your account that you didn't buy a Steam Deck. Are you what? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is an invasion of my privacy. I demand to speak to the FBI. <laughs> oh, damn. Hot damn. Uh, in the next week, I plan on getting three important videos done. Maybe. But also, uh, we're streaming Bayonetta 3 tomorrow. Wow. On Twitch. Dan, isn't that dangerous? Is people going to come and spoil the game? Yeah, it's emote-only chat, but you should still come by to post MJOWs and other things. It's going to be great. For, for people who haven't somehow gathered this, Bob is a really huge Bayonetta fan who does not like 2 that much, so 3 will be interesting to see <laughs> which way he falls on this. I uh, think Bayonetta 1's pretty good, and 2 ran in the wrong direction, so 3 I'm really optimistic for. They've shown a lot of yeah, things for it that look cool as hell. Let's hope that it doesn't. The direction three runs isn't into being astral chain. <laughs> you know, on my forty ninety, I might be able to run astral chain at a decent frame rate. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Chris, what do you got going on in the next week? If my if my power is restored, mm -hmm. I will stream the Resident Evil Eight DLC. Ooh. Oh yeah, and there's a chance we're doing Call of Duty on Sunday. Because we need to know what's in that campaign. How delicious are these 70 megabytes? <laughs> 70 megabytes. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yes, uh, that's cool. Do you know what day? Well, no, you don't. Because <laughs> the fucking tree is out to get you. <laughs> Have they given you an estimate on when your power will be fixed? <laughs> Have they given you an estimate on physics? <laughs> tree when he fucking gets you. <laughs> Anyways, hopefully, I think it's mostly it, like it's just like okay, I need the inspector to come say this is fine, and then I need the fucking power company to come hook up a new core cable. Okay, well, keep us updated. I I wasn't even sure Chris was going to be able to make it to Big Thing today, right? I also made that joke in the Chainsaw Man podcast, and I was like, oh man, that he better not just croak for no reason for Big Thing. <laughs> Look, look, Dan, if you uh -huh. ever make a joke about me dying and then I die, the lesson to be taken is that people better start being nicer to you. <laughs> That's true. You don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> you go away. You go away to the cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going to do it for Big Thing to Mention. We'll see you guys next week. Or on Friday. <laughs> or Saturday. <laughs> or Sunday. You'll probably get a, a, the final destination somewhere in there. You know what? I, I, I can say you will see us pretty nonstop. 
we won't leave. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Big Thing to Mention. Podcasts such as these are only possible because of your support over on patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you will soon be able to get early access to Pokemon Go to the Movies and Chugging Bleach.